We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I just like the sound. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Veterans Minimum. A little bit of a reunion here. Year three edition of the NBA win totals episode. I got my guy Marco, Marco Gonzalez, young politics, young, <laughs> young yell EDU, baby. Marco, what up? How you doing, man? Glad to be back. Marco was on the episode with uh, my guy, Impy, to the right. What's back good? Again. Yo, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. It feels good. Happy Columbus Day. Happy happy, happy day off of happy work. Columbus Day. Well, not happy Columbus Day, but yeah. <laughs> What's popping? Excited for the basketball season. That's super exciting. Hype. Yeah, we had said from the beginning when uh, when the whole show split happened that you'd be back for NBA. A couple of NBA here and there, you know. Always my uh, my I just spit on my mic. Um, how you been, man? People might want to know what you've been up to. I'm good. I'm chilling. Just working a lot. Um, Started to DJ again a bit, mm. getting 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 back on the ones, the ones and twos. Um, but yeah, just 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 working a lot, getting back on the ones and twos a bit. Um, still a fan of the show though, still listening and and things of that nature. But everything's been good. Can't lie, I've been blessed. Well, it's, it's definitely fantastic to have you back on the mic. That's for sure, and I, I know a lot of people are going to agree to that. With that being said, Marco was on the episode we did last year. We did like a top fifteen through fifteen kind yes. of thing, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, All star yeah. snubs and whatnot. Yep. But Marco's been on the episode with us from uh, when we did, this is the third installment 
of the win totals episode, right? right? We're going to do the Eastern Conference right now, but Marco's been on the episodes. We used to do it on D-Generation Bets. Yes. Yep. Ippy and I, Marco, uh, Dan Danny. Emma Holtz. Yep. We used to do that. So through the years, this has been one of my favorite pod series, I guess we yeah. could call, because we run through every single team in the NBA. The, I guess, the measuring stick and the thing that we're using to determine whether they're going to be a good team or not is the Vegas win total. Mm -hmm. We all have them here, so we'll be running through each team. But it gives us a chance to talk on the Charlotte Hornets, who not much going on this year. We were talking about, like, what's the team that we're going to spend the least amount of time on? Probably be the Hornets. But, you know, uh, just a nice general conversation here. Charlotte Hornets will be drafting Cole Anthony from UNC with the first (laughs) pick uh, in the NBA draft next year. I want to ask you guys just a general question as we jump into this one. Uh, A lot of people have been saying that this is the most wide open the NBA has been in a long time. And if you look at the odds, it's the first time since 2008 that there's a betting favorite of over plus 300, meaning there's no plus 180s, there's no plus 220s. And we were trying to think of the teams that, why was that reason, right? There's yeah. no Warriors anymore. Yeah, the Warriors mm-hmm. were a powerhouse last couple of years. Yep. Uh, Marco, you mentioned like the Heat teams. The Heat back in the day, yeah. The Spurs even. Um, well, even the, Cavs, the Phil Jackson yeah, Lakers the at that time Lakers came too, out of the East. The Celtics yeah. at that time too. Right, right. The big three the big Celtics. Three. Yeah. So, so this is the first time where, you know, it's really wide open because the Lakers. I think, I know, I know this is the Eastern pod, but just a general NBA question: Do you think the Lakers should be the favorite along with the Clippers? They're blo- they're both plus three fifty, plus three seventy five, meaning a hundred dollars wins you three hundred dollars. I think Vegas has set that because we always talked about how. L.A. is very close to Vegas, mm-hmm. so a lot of time they get that money from the L.A. markets coming in, so it inflates the lines. So, Marco, do you think that the Lakers and the Clippers or any team should be a bigger favorite, or is it appropriate? I think it's appropriate the way there is. I don't think there should be one standout favorite. I think every team has some questions and mm-hmm. whatnot to go with them. That being said, I do think the Clippers probably should be, probably realistically, are the most likely to win it all, but I think... I think personally, anywhere from like six to eight teams have an actual shot to make it to the finals and win. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree that it's, if there should be a slight edge, it just should be towards the Clipper side, mm-hmm. just because of, of 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 what Kawhi Leonard brings to the table. Like, just think about the the, the Clippers roster and think about the Raptors roster. Mm-hmm. Um, which one would you say is better? Taking away Kawhi from each situation, which team would you say is better? Well. Are we factoring in Paul George? Yeah, I'm, yeah, his, yeah. But his status is kind of unknown. Like, he had those injuries. He had going, the surgeries in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Going in towards, the, I mean, like, towards the tail end of the season when they're at 100%. Am I crazy for saying the Raptors? I think so. I think they're deep. I mean, I, I think maybe they're deeper as a whole. Because my whole take from the beginning was if I was Kawhi, and I know it's easy to say, you know, if I, if I was this person, I would do that. But... <laughs> I would have stayed with the Raptors for one more year because that entire roster is coming back. No one left in free agency. Run it back. You'd probably be the favorite to win the East. You're not going to get tested until maybe the second round. And you already know that they can manage your minutes or load management is like the biggest talking point, which there's some teams in here that we're going to be factoring in. Like, yo, I kind of like the under because of load management. But I just feel like the Raptors had the best scenario to get back to the finals as opposed to the West. Like you mentioned, eight, seven to eight teams. I think most of them are in the West. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So that's what I would have done if I was Kawhi. So yeah, I'd, I'd probably say the Raptors. Right. I, I mean, I think it's 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 a very I think it's close mm-hmm. because remember the, 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 that Clippers team minus Paul George. I mean, dude, they beat Golden State on their home court in the playoffs. Yeah. Like they played really well. Um, so I just I, you know I I really like this Clippers team a lot, and I like I just kind of going back to the original thought. I feel like they should have that slight edge to mm-hmm. be the favorite. Um, but definitely wide open to say the least. That's like an understatement, I think. But remember, last year we thought the Warriors were. Last year we didn't think it would be wide open at all, and the Warriors wound up not winning the championship. True. Granted, there were injuries, but nonetheless, that's part of the game. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I think the Raptors were the second team since 2005 to be plus 1500 or more at the start of the year to win the title. You know, a lot of people say wow. that the NBA is. Uh, it's, it's very top-heavy. And in the past, it's been the Mavericks and this Raptors team coming into the year that were not a top-five favorite to win the title. Mm-hmm. Historically, if you're not a top-five favorite, by process of elimination, you could cancel out your Blazers and your, like, Pacers of the world. Yep. Again, <laughs> I have a hot take on the Pacers. Oh, but, uh, yeah, so that was interesting to see. All right, let's dive into the Eastern Conference, right? And... We'll start off with the Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta Hawks, uh, league pass team or what? I think they're a league pass team. Oh hell yeah! Th- th- this is my one one year away team, mm. but they're going to be re- a lot of fun to watch. I mean, I was joking around in our group chat saying like maybe they could sneak into the eight seed in the East. Well, don't you have a bet with one of our friends? No, I think we have a bet. Is oh no, you have a bet with a med. I have a bet with a med. Yeah, that they'll go under. No, a med said they would be over five hundred. Yeah, so like, I, I think that's an easy win for me right there. I think that's an easy win, but I do think they're going to surprise some people this year. They're going to be a lot so of too. fun to watch. League pass team for sure, to answer your question. Um, okay, so the Hawks, is uh, their win total is 35 and a half. Mm. See, they can still go over that and be under 500, yeah. which is where I actually think they wind up. Because I don't know if they win, if, I don't know if they get to 500, okay. but I think they win more than 35 games. Okay, so you got the over on this one too? Yeah. Okay. I actually got the under on the 35 and a half. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All I right. So Marco, what, what don't you like about this team? It's not that forward? I don't like anything. It's just that they're like all really young still, you know? And yeah. it's really hard to win when you're young in the NBA. Yeah. Like if you look at their potential starting lineup, it's going to be like young. It's going to be like young and like Herder. Um, you got, they drafted Reddish. Um, they got John Collins. Like it's all really young guys. It's Alex Len. Alex Len. The, the goat. He's actually gonna have a good season, I think, man. He's like the only center yeah, they have yeah, on the yeah. roster. He's gonna play. But yeah, regardless, it's thirty-five and a half is a lot. Even in the East, I think I think they come in just under that, like 32-33. Trey Young looked like the rookie of the year in the second half of the season last year. Let's mm-hmm. all not forget that that he outplayed Luca. The problem is Luca's put up the Luca's first fifty something sixty games were better than Trey's. Last twenty, so yeah. I understand why Luca won the award and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. But if you want to break it up into two halves of the season, Trey Young was a, was the rookie of the year in the second half. I just want to remind everyone that um, I like the fact that John Collins is working on his jump shot because that's kind of the piece of his he game for him to take yep. to the next step. He needs to learn how to jump, even hit like a twenty foot jump shot. So the fact that he's improving his shooting range will really take him to the next level. I love Kevin Herter. Um, you need shooting in this league, and 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 he's probably one of the best right now. Mm-hmm. Um, DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish, two really good pieces that they added. Um, obviously in the draft, you lose Torrey and Prince, but nonetheless, they're going to be fun to watch. One underrated piece of the Hawks that I love, Lloyd Pierce, the head coach, spent time with Popovich and Kerr for, with Team USA this summer. I think that's kind of like invaluable kind of um, 
advice and kind of just like things he can bring to his own team, little bits and pieces that he picked up from two of the best coaches in the league. I think that's going to make a difference. It may sound stupid, but, you know, cut me some slack here. No one loves coaches more that get a co-sign from like Popovich <laughs> or Andy Reid than this kid does. <laughs> and, Andy Reid. <laughs> It's like, no, no he's an Andy, Andy Reid disciple. Over. <laughs> no, but I, I'm just saying, like those little bits and pe- those like those little kind of sessions could really make a difference. Like even well, if- Nick Nurse, didn't he have ties to? Was it Popovich or Kerr? He had ties to someone, wasn't it? A big name coach. That I he can't had? recall. Maybe Boone. No, I know he spent some time in the G that. League. Yeah, he, he won a couple like the, rings. Oh, he was like in the Raptor system in the G League. No, yeah, yeah. Um, pull up yeah. the Google machine. Yeah, please do. Right but so, um, Cam Reddish was the third option on Duke. If he went to another school, he would be easily be the number one option on, on, on a lot of different schools. So I feel like we are going to see some things from Cam Reddish that we didn't get to see um, in college. Granted, you know, he is a rookie and, you know, we'll see how many minutes he plays. Um, and then look, they add Jabari Parker. So I, I don't know. And you mentioned the, the the age. You're right. They're the youth. They're very young. But you still got Vince Carter, who like a, a balances the ages out. Yeah, <laughs> he ba- yeah, bro, he's not like, what is he for? Like, he's gonna play like he ten minutes song, every man. third game. He, ba- not, he balances like, the average age of the roster out. You know what I mean? So you can't just say. All right. All right. <laughs> Yo, by, by, by the way, Nick Nurse. It was Dwayne Casey that he had talked okay, to. Yeah, got it. Rappers, you know, yeah. Not a not the worst NBA head coach. Yeah. Though he does leave and then they win a championship. But he also didn't have Kawhi, so um but yeah, I'm I'm high I think I'm higher on the Hawks than some others, but at the same time I understand your hesitation and it's 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 valid. Um just just kinda, you know, intrigued by the, the, the upside and, and, and of the youth without a doubt. So over but under five hundred. I also like man, the I agree with you how they're a team next year we might be having a more serious conversation, mm-hmm. especially if these guys take the next step, right? Yeah. Because it is also a young team. You can't really bank on young guys to really live up. Like, even the Warriors team, like, it took those guys a couple of years to really get into the mix and being a serious contender. Now, I could see the Hawks taking the path of this time next year, they sneak in as a seven or eight seed. And similar to like how, remember it was the Warriors took that Clippers team Mm -hmm. to like seven games and then they fired Mark Jackson and then it's like, yo, Steve Kirk came in and then they win the title, right? Where those are the kind of growing pains. But yo, Collins, Trey Young, Herder, your boy, uh, Cam Reddish, a lot of people are saying how he's the forgotten son of that big three out of two. He didn't get to really show out. Yeah, so who knows with that? But yeah, I think the Hawks, I'm going to go slight under also. But I do think definitely a league pass team for sure. A lot of fun to watch. Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. Boston Celtics. Uh, Celtics last year. Would you say underachieved? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, right? Because I think I had their over. Oh, I I also want to mention how last year when we did the over-unders, Ippy, you went like 21 and 9. I think you went 20 and 10. Yep. I went 19 and, and 11. Yep. Uh, I don't remember what Danny's was. Mar- I've, I've asked Marco about these records like so many times, and he always sends it to me. And, of course, I forget to jot them down. <laughs> but, but we did all pretty much did pretty well on these uh, win totals. So let me just find the Celtics. So the Celtics are at 50 and a half. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that's a little high. No, Marco? So I, if I may, go ahead. they won 49 games last year, and it was a mess. Yep. Right. So you got to figure if it's not a mess, they can win one extra game. And they had so many injuries last year too. Let's not forget that they got injured. They got they got dealt with. They got hit by the the injury bug and the Kyrie bug at the same time. Recipe for a disaster, in my opinion. Um, 
I, I mean, look, I, I, I said this to Nick on the car right here. Addition by subtraction. You get rid of Kemba. I think uh, Kemba. You pick up Kemba and you get rid of uh, Kyrie. Granted, you you know you lose Rozier in the in, in, in the scrap heap as well. But I mean, Ennis Kanter gave the the Blazers some valuable minutes last year when 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 Nurkic went down and and he played half decent on defense. And we all know what he, know what he's going to provide you on offense. He's going to provide you a double double guaranteed. There's no way around it. I'm not the biggest Ennis Kanter fan, but at the same time, I think he knows the Eastern Conference. He's he he provides value. He's um, he produces. He's a producer. He's going to get a double double every game. It's just a matter of can he be like half decent on defense, which he was in the playoffs last year. So I'm a little bit higher on the Celtics. I think you get a full a healthy season from Gordon Hayward. Like I think he's officially back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. We'll see what happens. Taco Fall got that two way deal. <laughs> no, for real. He looked good. Yeah. In the, he looked good in the preseason. I'm not saying he's going to play much, but <laughs> yo, I I kind of think that the Al Horford. It's a big one. Subtraction that's, is a bigger yeah, loss for them. I than, think that's the biggest deal. Because, like, yo, look, Kyrie's better than Kemba, but the drop-off between Kyrie and Kemba is a lot shorter than Al Horford and whoever else they're putting on. What is it, Aaron Baines? And, they and lost like, Aaron they Baines. They lost, they lost Aaron, Aaron Baines. Baines. Yeah, 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 it would, yeah, it would be Cantor. And they lost Cantor more, and, like, your boy and like, Taco. And they lost Morris as well. They lost Marcus Morris as well, yeah. Which is big. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm going to go on the opposite side of you. I, th- I'm, I think I'm on the under. Yeah, that's fine. And I think just because... There's a lot more questions than answers at mm-hmm. this point. Yeah. Um, the Al Horford is the biggest one for me, but I also think like a lot of things have to happen. Like Tatum and Brown have to take the, the next, next step. step. Yep. And I don't know if I'm not I'm not convinced that Tatum can do that yet. You know. I, I mean, he played really really well that first year. Kyrie comes in and kind of shakes everything up. Well, yo, that was that was my whole take. Like people yeah. people need yo everyone needs to stop doing this when. A couple guys get hurt, and then you see like Tatum and Brown. They play well in that playoff mm-hmm. series. They're one game before the finals. Well, it wasn't more. It wasn't just one game. No, no, no. I'm saying they were one game away from oh, the final, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. right? And then everyone last year is like, "Yo, they get Hayward back and they get Kyrie back, gonna win the East." But it's like, "Yo, hold on, Tatum and Brown are going to be getting 20 shots a game now. Now you got to right. give them 12 because you got to distribute it to the rest of the guys. Like Kyrie's not going to be there and be like, "Yeah, you know, what? I'll take nine shots." Well, now they're going to get those shots again, right? But it's also well, you got Kemba there, yeah. I just think Kemba's a little bit un- less less selfish of a player than Kyrie is. Sure, that's right. I to feel say. like there's just so much like drama in the locker room and in the press. And is he going to resign? Is he not going to sign? Like that but cloud I, but is oh, that cloud is gone. I think it's Brad, Brad Stevens and a bunch of guys that really want to win and compete. And I think that they're going to play better than they did last year. I Ta- really do. Tatum strikes me as a guy who, if he's getting more shots, he's better. And I don't know if that's going to be the case this year. So we'll see. I'm with you. I, I, with Nick, I you know like yeah. t- like Tatum that going back to that his rookie year, people are like, yo, I wouldn't put him in a trade for Anthony Davis, and you're like, yo, hold on, yeah, like, like let's not get too crazy, you know. I think Tatum's I think Tatum's like really good, and I think he has the potential to be an All Star type player. I just don't know if he has the potential to be anything more than that. Mm-hmm. A and B, if he can be an All Star type player this season, yeah. like, and I think that's what they need. They're gonna need out of him just because. I know you're saying like Hayward is also like back to. He's back. Everyone forgets that guy. That's an all NBA but like, talent. I- is he gonna be back? Is still the like we haven't seen him consistently play well. That's yet. fair. Like, That's fair. We well, he still did, have he did to hit, see that. Like late late February, early March, he had a little stretch where there. you're like, yeah. yo, if this is Hayward from the Jazz, but then the back play, but then the playoffs rolled around and he like reverted back to not playing. Right. He was like almost unplayable in the playoffs right. at one point. So like I, it's a long season. And I feel like there's a lot of questions there and. Al Horford being the biggest one that they have to answer. And I don't know if they're going to get the stops to get to 50 wins. Last thing on the Celtics for me, it's just another kind of piece about USA basketball. Who did 
Kemba play with this mm. summer on Team USA? Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Tatum. I think that's going to be an underrated kind of piece of this 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 season as well. Bro, they're coming seventh though. No, 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 no. I'm I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I, I'm just I saying. Think he means like the experience of playing. Uh, yeah, 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 they got some. They got. Some, they don't like, have rest. to start yeah, at yeah. ground zero, and right. I think that's a, that, I think that's a big deal as well. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm gonna go under though. All right. I'm gonna go over. Over. Right. Yeah. All right. Damn, okay. I got two overs. This we is two unders. this is the, uh, the an Nets. interesting one. The Nets. The New Jersey, oh New Jersey, Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Nets, baby. As I'm putting timestamps here on this episode, just so everyone could go. Maybe, maybe they don't want to hear about the Celtics. You know what I'm saying? Like, not a lot of people fuck with Boston. So let's see. All right, the Brooklyn Nets. They, you know, they signed a couple guys, no, no, known guys, right? Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. Their win totals at 43. Yep. Obviously, it's because they're not expecting Kevin Durant to to be back, right? Yep. Um. Last year, I think one of my favorite bets was Nets to make the playoffs. They were like plus 280. They ended up making the playoffs, right? Am I bugging? Yeah. Yeah, they did, right? I, I just forgot because I usually have these listed down here. But They were the sixth seed. Okay. So they lose D'Angelo Russell, who was fantastic for them. But they get Kyrie back. Now, is Kyrie a 42-40 and 40 is what they went last year? 35 to 1 odds to win the title. Again, this is factoring in no KD. No KD with the Achilles. Ippy, how are you feeling about the Nets? I mean, I, I, I think I have them at around 43, 44 wins. It's going to be interesting. I don't know. They have no power forward right now. <laughs> <laughs> there's no Wilson Chandler. Um, there's no KD. There's no Wilson Chandler. So your boy, Rodion's, uh, I can't pronounce his last name. Nick, can you do it for me? Karooks. I, I know, I know who he is. Obviously, I just I didn't want to butcher his name, just like Macaulay Hardman on the uh, Nicole Hardman. Nicole Hardman. You see what I mean? Uh, uh, nonetheless, I, this is interesting, right? You talk about a team that built uh, built a culture up with a kind of a, a, a strength in numbers situation, and then they kind of go straight to the two superstars. I'm really curious to see how they play with Kyrie, who's who's a bona fide superstar, but. You know, you got to see if he could be a leader, and that's what he needs to be this year, right? W- would you say that's the one thing that he kind of lacks at this point is kind of that that leadership mentality, and he's going to have to be that this year because there's no KD. I think they they're going to have issues at the four. If there's no four, um, and and you got to have Karis LeVert, who it was should have been an All Star last year, right? Would you say or? Well, he got hurt. That's well, what I'm saying. He, he was playing as like yeah. he was playing at an All Star level. He, he came needs, out the gate before he got hurt. He's yeah, like twenty seven a game. He needs 100%. to play at that level yep. for them to go over here. Um, so the huge X factor is Karis LeVert, who I think they resigned at a really good number, if I'm not mistaken. Um, nonetheless, we'll see. Uh, a lot of new players, lost some people as well. Um, I got to go under here. Under, yeah. all right. I got to go under. Yo, they're paying, interesting. they're paying Durant and DeAndre Jordan $47 million this year. Yeah. And like... You're you're basically paying for three years of Durant. You're also paying DeAndre Jordan because like one of the, like the the not I wouldn't say the rumor, but like the the yeah. myth of this situation was like yo they're friends, right? They're friends, yeah. and I mean, was, if the cost of getting Durant though is DeAndre Jordan, then yeah, whatever. but it's also like, you're getting you him get for, for three years. Like, I, I'm gonna play like, devil's advocate. Whatever. Are we sure he's gonna come back healthy off the Achilles? No, but like even if he like even if he's like eighty five percent Durant, that's still like a 
third team All NBA player. Right. You know? And I said like, this before, like Durant's not like a slasher. You know, he's like a he's like a shot creator. Like he shoots the ball off the dribble. He's a jump shooter. Like he, I wouldn't say exp- he's explosive, but I wouldn't say his game is based around explosiveness. So the Achilles for me is not as big of an issue, in my opinion. Right. No, I like I agree. Like. I think that's what I'm saying. Like, he can come back and still be, like... The fifth like, best player in the NBA. Right. Like, rather than being the second. Yeah, but, like, that's what makes Kevin Durant, like, an all-time player is also, like, his explosiveness and his ability to defend and do all this other stuff. And, like, that's what the Achilles might take away, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel that. He might not be, like, all-time Kevin Durant. He might just be, like... Super-duper really good Kevin Durant. Yeah, which which is a big deal, though, right? Like, yeah. all-time Kevin Durant can get you to the finals with this right. next team. Can, like... Super second good. team all NBA Kevin Durant do that like that's you don't know right like yeah. that's that's the question well I spent because all the all the reports were that he might sign with the Knicks so I was being you know like a typical Knicks fan just yeah. making all the cases why this Achilles injury was not that big a deal <laughs> but like yo not for nothing he's he's gonna be 33 when he comes back he's not a guy that's overweight mm-hmm. right like you look at the past some guys that have torn their Achilles they were 34 35 years old right Kobe was at the tail end of his career, and a lot of Kobe's game was built on explosiveness and getting to the rim, where Durant could play till he's 40 by just shooting. Yeah, like he's got, a, yeah. he shoots a high percentage, right? Yeah. I think Steph Curry could play another seven years at an elite level because he's just a shooter. Eventually, he could play off ball is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, like yeah, Clay yeah. T- guys that are shooters when you're straight. Like, yo, Tim Duncan played in the league for 20 years because he legit, the day he retired was the same speed he was when he came into the league. Yeah. Like, that was a joke that I would always make. So I think Durant is going to be fine coming off the Achilles. Now... I think the biggest X factor is we joke around with our buddy Dylan. <laughs> Shout out to Dylan. He said he was going to listen to this one in particular. Kyrie, like... His happiness. His happiness, his right? Happiness. And like, yo, he signs that big deal with Boston, and then he's like, yo, I want out. I'm not with it. Like, oh, he was going to extend with Boston. Yeah. Right? He came out in TD Garden. He's like, yo, if they want to have me, I'll be here. And then he's like, yo, you know, ask me in July, whatever. I don't owe anybody shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... <clears throat> Kyrie, man, Kyrie's going to be the man now. He's going to have to carry the load for this team, both offensively and just as a leader. And look, he wanted out of Cleveland. He didn't want to be in Boston. He kind of ruined that locker room. So I don't know. I think that's the big X factor if you're looking at this Nets team. I like Torian Prince, who they brought on. And I and like I'm the sucker for the head coach, but like Kenny Atkinson is a great <laughs> he's a great head coach at developing talent. The, in, the interesting thing is now like that part of his job is over with, in a sense. Like now he has the pieces. Now he has the pieces. So mm-hmm. it's it's actually going to be interesting to see how his job changes because, or how the scope of his role has changed because over the past couple of years the Nets have improved every single season statistically, and in the win loss column they've gotten better every single year. But like you like you just said, like they're there already. They have pretty much have the pieces. Granted, next year they'll really have the pieces. So we'll we'll, we'll see. I don't. I, They'll probably just as good. They'll probably be just as good as they were last year. If not, maybe be actually it'll be a little worse. Maybe. So I'm I'm on the under, but I got the over. Yeah. Shouts to Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, yeah, just shouts to Spencer Dinwiddie. I just wanted to say that. What do you got, Nick? What do you got? Man, I want to say push. I, I think they they get to 43 wins. I think again, like last year they went 42 and 40. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a cop out answer. I'm gonna a go push. push. Damn, that doesn't. It's pushing. That's tough. That's like. <laughs> that's you, exact, That's more impressive than picking an over. It is under. because like, they yeah, just stuck on one game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, push. I'm gonna go push. Yo. Push. Um. All right. Next up, the Chicago Bulls. Chicago hmm. Bulls. Are we skipping Charlotte? Then I didn't. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. 
I mean, we don't have to talk about Charlotte that much. So yeah, you know. all right, let's go with Charlotte because I was, I, I guess, like that, I forgot to put them in uh, alphabetical order for the most part. But all right, let's go to Charlotte. Twenty. So, what is it? Twenty-eight wins. I saw. No. What's the win total you got, Mark, over there? I saw a 23 and a half. All right, 23 and a half, yeah. This team is bad. Very bad, yeah. So uh, let me just ask you guys. <laughs> Sorry. Like, I agree. Hot take, right? It's uh, bad. Do you agree with the decision of letting go of Kemba? Because that was something that me and you were on from like February when all yeah. the signs pointed to him potentially being a All-NBA guy, which would have triggered the Supermax. I say, yeah, they made the right decision. But they it's also, a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. But nonetheless, I think they made the right call. So I, agree. I think they made the right call. I think where they fucked up is like, you can't tell me that they decided between February and that they like weren't going to give him the max. They weren't going to give him the max, right? Mm. So like if they knew they weren't going to give him the max, they should have traded him before the trade deadline. I think that's where they fucked up. But he, he didn't sign something. the max with Boston, though. So it's the reason I bring that up is because. Okay, the reason I bring it up is because yes, he didn't. They they, they knew they weren't going to give him the max, right? But, right. But he didn't sign the max in Boston either, which is which is why I think like, and they were also fighting for a playoff spot too at the end of the season. Don't forget that. Yeah, they were. So it's like, I hear what you're saying. Like, oh, if you don't know you're going to give him the max, then. You know, trade him, but at the same time, he didn't get the max. Yeah. So, I, I so mean, it's just like, it's just that's like a, a right, that's a fine line to walk. But I mean, that's that's I think that's what I would. He done took like, less than the like, max to go to Boston because it's a better team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if I was in Charlotte's position, I think I would have tried. To, I would have traded him before the trade at the deadline. deadline. Yeah. I yeah. think for me, that's where they fucked up. And that's another thing they're trying to be competitive so that you know he would be more excited to come back the next year because he wants to win. That's what he's been yeah. saying the entire time in the media. Yeah, um, well, I mean, yeah, this team so, like This without, team is bad. The under, uh, yeah, under. This yeah. team is really bad. Terry Rozier is going to shoot a bunch, t- play a lot of minutes and shoot a bunch. Um, Do you think he'll be like a valuable fantasy piece? I'm yes. my first ever yes. fantasy Yeah, he'll guy. be, he'll be, he'll be. A, a Good stats, bad team guy? Yes. Yeah, yeah and like he, he plays some solid like, defense too though, no? He'll get some steals. He'll put get up like 20 steals. and like seven. That's probably. what I'm saying. Like he'll, he'll, yeah. he'll put up like 20 and seven, but it's yeah. like. Yeah, I, I'm not excited. To top scorer. Not no. really excited about anybody. Like, they lost Jeremy Lamb. Who you're gonna laugh? It's a good, he went to a solid, solid team. T- Jeremy Lamb went good. to 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 a team that you like. Yeah. This year. Uh, but yeah, they're young guys. Like yeah. Malik Monk hasn't really shown much. Dwayne Bacon um, solid though. I like I like Dwayne the two Bacon. wing guys, uh, Dwayne Bacon and and Bridges. Bridges Bridges showed out at the end of last year. He yeah. could have some improvement. And they drafted PJ Washington, like you said. Yeah. Like, He's got some upside, but I'm, yeah, there's I'm not really f- not. There's not much here. Yeah, like I'm, I'm on the under this year. I don't think they even get to 20 wins. Yeah, uh, Charlotte will have Cole Anthony. Um, <laughs> no, I'm serious. He he wants he's he's gonna go to UNC. No, he's going to UNC, right? He's gonna be the first pick in the draft this year. So he's pl- he's playing in the in the Hornets backyard. You know what I mean? I'm telling you, Cole Anthony to the Hornets first pick. Well, they gotta get the first pick first. They're gonna yeah. get it with the new lottery. You never know. Yeah, I just uh, you know never know. Ooh. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm good. I don't really have much to say. Like they lost, you know, Frank Kaminsky, Jeremy Lamb, um, Tony Parker retired. <laughs> I mean, to James Borrego though. I mean, yo, <laughs> can I keep it up? Pop- Popovich disciple. Yeah, yeah. Oh, James so you're Borrego. Not on the over? <laughs> nah. All right. All right. Because even Popovich couldn't coach this team to over 30 wins. <laughs> I, I mean this with the utmost respect to all of Charlotte. We spent too much time on them. Yeah. Next up, Next. Chicago Bulls. Mm. This is your boy. I know we throw this out, your boy, but your boy is Laurie Markkinen. Yeah, big shooters like Laurie Love Markkinen. Him. Love him. Twenty-two and sixty was their record last year. Their win total this year 
sits at, I just had it in front of me. Where are they? Um, 31 and a half. You're looking at a nine and a half game improvement from last year. It's one of the highest listed here. So they're expecting them to be much better than they were last year. Yeah. Am I crazy for kind of liking their crunch time? Like if you were to like have their, their starters out there, like the starting five is. I like the Bulls. Right? Like, I like the Bulls. I underrated move, Sandoransky. Yo, mm-hmm. yo, he's so yep. good and he's a big guard. Like I'm a huge fan of Sandoransky. He played really well uh, when uh, John Wall went down. Wall with went the down. They give him like, ten million dollars a year. He's not going to sit on the bench. Right. For me, the biggest question mark is Chris Dunn because you draft Kobe White, you bring in Sandoransky, and you have Chris Dunn. Right. Mm-hmm. So huge question mark there. Um, marketing you mentioned Wendell Carter Jr. Big fan of Love his game as too. well. Um, last year, de- the Detroit Pistons. Locked in the eight seed and they went forty one and forty one. So if that's the case, Chicago needs to win by ni- improve by nineteen more wins to sneak into the playoffs. I don't know if they sneak. I don't know if they win nineteen more games, but I definitely think that they go over that number. Um, Thirty one and, and a half for sure. This is another team where they're not into the playoffs, but they're over their number. Um, Would you say they're similar to the Hawks for you, where you want to see them maybe this time next year? You're, you're- yeah. Considering them one, as like a dark horse. One, this is another one-year early team for sure. The question mark, and it's not really a question mark. The question mark is Chris Dunn without a doubt. The key here is Markin and, and Levine. They got to take the next step for this team to make the playoffs. How big of a step do they take? That's 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 honestly, you know, mm-hmm. that's my take on it. Because they're going to be solid. They're going to play hard. Um, uh, John Beeline's the new coach, if I'm not mistaken. No, uh, oh, no, know. I'm sorry. They still have Jim Boylan. Jim Boylan. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Anyway. Um untraditional uh, path, to say the least. Um, so, too early, but improvement, without a doubt. What do you think about when they got Otto Porter? They went, like, 6-2, and two and then he got hurt. So, yeah. do you think that that's something? Yeah, I think Otto, I think Otto Porter, I think he's really good. I think Otto Porter was kind of like, um, was kind of like a free agent signing for them, right? Because they like he just signed the contract and they traded for him off a big deal. Right. Like they knew no one's gonna sign there, so they like traded for his deal. Um, Otto Porter, like yo, he had that one really good year, and then he got paid, and then that's when yeah. people were soured on him. Like, yeah. He's, a lot of times, what happens is the guy gets paid, and then you're like, damn, yo, I don't like him no more because of his money. And you know what? That's fair. I'm like that too. Like this guy's great at eight million a year, but yeah. he's getting paid twenty five million a year. It's Ex- not the same. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So that's how I feel it is like with Otto Porter. I think the one year with the Wizards when they went into the the second round with the Celtics when John Wall did the the pose on like the announce table and shit, like Otto Porter led the league in three shooting point percentage. Three. Yeah, he and really he's a locked out defender shooter. too on the right, wing. Right, right. Yeah. But you know, like you pay him a max, you're making like thirty million dollars a year. That's where it becomes a little bit of a stretch. But Marco, how do you feel about the Bulls? Yeah, but he's a big reason why on this team I really like. Um, I really like the over. So him, like MP said, marketing. I'm a big market. I think marketing Carter is like a perfect fit yep. in the front court. Yes, like yes. they can play inside, outside. Like they both know what they're doing. They're and, very skilled. And 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 marketing fits well with Zach Levine too, because like Zach Levine's more of a slasher. And when you have a big that can space to floor. Yep. That's always a recipe for success. Mm-hmm. So I just like the way the team fits. And then, like you said, Markkinen's not that you know not much of a rim protector. But then you have Wendell Carter Jr., who's a tough-nosed defensive kind of player. He's a two-way player. Don't get me wrong, but he's a he's a solid rim protector. Yeah, he can protect the rim. So and another guy we well. haven't mentioned, uh, Thaddeus Young. They signed yes, this year too. Thad. He can play with either one Young of them. Thad. That's your boy. Yeah. So like they got guys. They got a good mix of young guys. Like a reason I like this this over and not the Hawks over is like the, all the veterans they got. Right. Yeah. They got Sadoransky, Young. Even marketing is in his fourth year. Like they got players that know how to play. Yeah. 
and I, th- I think 30 wins is too little. Like, I think they get into the mid-30s, and like you said, they might they could sneak into the eight seed, I Fire. think. Fire. Yeah. Right. Um, this is where you confuse John, John B- Beeline. John yeah, Beeline's the head coach of, the, of the Cavs. The Cavs. Who, that, sorry, I, I, had, I had it all wrong. John Beeline had an unconventional path to being a head coach in the NBA. So he was a, th- he was a 37-year coach at the collegiate level, four-year community college coach, and three years as a high school mentor in New York. Super unconventional yeah, path man. to the NBA, but, but look, everyone's coach. story is different. He could coach. He could coach. Yep. Um, this is a rebuild. This Super is duper rebuild. Which Google is Flutter. why I I wouldn't say this is a hot take because it's been floated around a lot. I think Kevin Love. Kevin Love does not end his season oh, with the Cavs. Yeah. I like, would love to see him on Portland. Yeah, you know, so that he's always been tied to. Remember last year how I told you about Cantor. Going to Portland, like at the trade deadline, it was because even from like draft day when Utah took him, like Portland always had a boner for Ennis Cantor for some reason. Like it's always been linked that, yo, Kevin Love would be an ideal pairing with that backcourt mm-hmm. in, in Portland. So like, yeah, that's where I would say, I think both from an NBA standpoint as just like a, a fan of those teams too. Like I think it'd be dope to see that combination yeah. because mm-hmm. they haven't really had a guy down low that could get him buckets like that yeah and, and he could do a little bit of both though too he could stretch the floor as well yeah, yeah, yeah. uh and he's a west coast guy if i'm not mistaken he's a california guy yeah, he's yeah, a california right he is so then we go yep. back to the west coast he played with russ didn't he wasn't he on the yeah you see that with russ yep um Jamal i mean that just makes a lot of too. sense right it does it yeah, makes this, a lot of sense this team is you know Deladova. Dela Vadova goes back little reunion over there i like i like darius garland the kid they took in the draft Granted, he didn't play much at Vanderbilt, but it was a lot of he's got of potential. Just, he's he got, got a lot of potential out of high school. Colin Sexton um, came on strong at the end of the year. Yeah, um, God they're, almighty. Try, they're trying to mimic like what Portland's got going on. Speaking of Portland, right, with the two, yep. two point two guard, guards, two point guard backcourt, you know, yeah. like two littler guys. Um, so we'll see how that works. But yeah, Kevin, I think Kevin Love's going to get traded. I'm with you guys. Um, Let me throw out another team to you though. Who needs a power forward that we just did? The Nets. Yeah, but they're not. Can they pay them? Can they? Can he fit under the cap? I don't know. They probably have to trade like DeAndre. I mean, nah, that wouldn't. Nah, that wouldn't happen. Get him to the Nets, bro. Come <laughs> on. I, I can't. I can't. I'm trying to think of another team that could really use a power forward. Yo, you're looking at all oh, these salaries really here. I have the salaries in front of me, and none of them are outrageous until you see Tristan Thompson, eighteen point five. Yeah, they gotta get rid of him. I too. mean, they, that was just for the ring. They like that. Like you're paying. Well, you're still paying guys Le- from the LeBron yeah, era. Yeah, LeBron, true. LeBron won that championship with them, and then he got all his guys paid. Dude, this team <laughs> is God. so bad. I mean, yo, they got three first round picks this year. I'm a fan of Kevin Porter Jr., man. Who went at the very, very end oh, of the Porter. first round from USC, U- right? USC yeah, who yeah. was supposed to be like a top 15 pick and then kind of had some issues off the court with the coaching staff at USC. But nonetheless, a very, very talented player. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, he's scoring 20 a game next year. With the, and, and I'm not and that's not a hot take. The kid could fill it up. Um, 20 I, a g- That's a hot take, bro. Ne- I know, next, no, next year. Next year. <laughs> next year. Yeah, next year. Like his be- sophomore year. Oh, you know, it's hard that's to still drop. a hot take, bro. <laughs> it's hard to drop 20 a Yo, game. a bad team score, man. Those things exist. 
Uh, yeah, I, right, I believe you like, that. Let's give a second round pick. Like he some was time, at the end bro. of the first round pick, and he has to- and he has to- top half of the first round talent. All right, all right. Um, I still think that's a hot take. All bro. right, fifteen <laughs> points a game next year. We'll be back next year. Don't worry about it. God Almighty. Um, <laughs> who is this kid? <laughs> all right, so we. Are we I'm all serious. On the you guys really there? don't know. Yeah, I think they're we're in the on, teens. We're all on the under there. Yeah, I, under. I think they're in the teens with, yeah. and especially if like they end up shipping Kevin Love at some point, like. Man, that guy doesn't want to be there. He's still got a lot left in the tank. And yeah, I, I think he's a prime candidate. Love, to, I love Love. I think he yeah, can play. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Too. I'm, yeah. I'm going, I'm see, going now super. I can't concentrate because I'm just trying to think of teams that Kevin loves to go to. I like wrote, in a move. I wrote super under on the Cavs. Thunder? Nah. I think that's another team that's rebuilding too. Yeah. I don't think they're rebuilding. I think the Thunder want to make the playoffs. They got a lot of pieces. All right, well, we'll, we'll wait till we get to the, the West. The West Conference. is next. Western Conference. They right. have a lot of pieces though. Our buddy Josh, shout out to Josh. Pistons. His Detroit Pistons. Whew. As we look at the Pistons, and we have some other numbers here. What's their What's their line? Uh, Detroit Pistons, thirty-seven and a half. Detroit oh. basketball. Last year, one. You want to start us off? I I'm like smashing the over on this one. I Ooh. love this over. Yeah, Dwayne Casey, yeah. big head coach guy. Seriously. <laughs> All right. Dwayne, Qu- he's a good head coach. You're right. No, I'm saying no, no, I'm right. high yeah, on a, teams that have good head coaches. But, like, that's not what, like, I'm, like, the over because of Griffin and Drummond. Like. Yeah, Griffin could, could have made the All-NBA team. Like, did he make the All-NBA team last year? Yeah, I think he made 13. Yeah, man. he deserved it if he did. I don't remember. We did that. We did the episode, too. So, like, when all when all three of those guys were healthy, uh, Griffin, Drummond, and Reggie Jackson, unfortunately, is the third player, but... That's who they. That's who they have at point guard. I mean, yeah. I mean, um, they, bro- they brought in Derrick Rose. They in the Derek Rose. They'll probably split. Um, but like, whatever. They're about the same. I feel like. But when all three of those guys were healthy, they were twenty-two and eighteen last year with a plus-four net rating, which is really good net rating. Like, this is a good team if they're healthy. Like, not like a advancing the playoff good team, but this is like a solid team in the East, which we all know still sucks. Yeah. yeah. Like. 37 and a half is low to me. I see like 500 minimum for this team. Last year they won 41 and 41. Yeah, like and and Griffin missed a ton of games. They only pl- they only played like 40 games together last year. This is an easy over for me. Yeah, I'm on the over too. Uh the one impressive thing that I'll say about the Pistons last year is the fact that uh I'm almost positive. Let me sorry, let me pull it up. Um yeah, Reggie Jackson and and Blake Griffin made it through the entire season without an injury. Granted re- granted Blake got injured at the end of the season. But they made it through the season without an injury. Think about that. That's a big deal. They only played 40 games together last year. No, but I'm saying they didn't get hurt over the course of last year. What do you mean? Like, the, the Reggie Jackson and, and Blake Griffin stayed healthy last year. Like, health is a big deal. Okay. So, I, I think that's important. Um, Derrick Rose is going to be solid, right? Off the bench. Yeah, I I I think he's the same as Reggie Jackson. Like I think they're kind of interchangeable, to be honest with you. I think I mean I think Reggie Jackson is a better defender, but Derrick Rose is a better offensive threat. Mm, that's fair. But maybe like yeah. you said, they kind of wash each other out. Yeah, yeah. Would you guys agree that they both give you a headache when you watch them play though? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, like, yeah. Derrick Rose can still give you fifty a night. Not every night, obviously, <laughs> but he yeah, can no. still give you fifty a night. He right. did it last year. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, pre pre injury Derrick Rose was amazing, but like yeah. post injury Derrick Rose, he's one good game every ten, probably. And yo, there's this kid that they drafted from France. Oh I'm just God. letting you guys. I'm just letting you know now. <laughs> he's not gonna play this year, though. He he's probably won't. Raw. Like, but he's good. You got two years down the line. <laughs> he's a beast. He's, he he's could be the <laughs> the offensive Pascal Siakam. Oh my God. <laughs> offensive Pascal Siakam. Um, but yeah, yeah over. Fam, you're starting to worry me a little bit. <laughs> yo. All right, we got two overs though. We got two overs. Yeah. What do you got? 
Yeah, I'm going to go over also. <laughs> yeah, I, I think obviously the biggest concern is the health, right? Yeah. You want to see if Griffin can get through 82. Probably unlikely. But also, you know, now, like, again, there's going to be a common theme in, in both of these breakdowns. Load management. They won 41 mm-hmm. games and last year, and they didn't really add much star power to the roster, right? Chill. Big threes, Joe Johnson, mm-hmm. baby. <laughs> I can't believe that, by the way. They signed Joe Johnson. Yeah. I know, right? You think Melo should go to the three, big three? That'd be kind of dope. I think he would, like, wash the fuck yeah, out of those. Yeah, it wouldn't even be close, Yeah, but bro. Joe Johnson was clearly the best player, and he got signed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yo, it could be something where you see uh, these guys play in the big three, and then from there you give them a... <laughs> I, I know I can't even take myself serious. Want, about that. That it's just that's dope, why bro. that's why it's so crazy to me. That's why it's just so crazy because I'm already Stoudemire's in that league. There's like there's some questionable guys. I mean, actually, Amari could probably still throw it down. Yeah, um, until his back gets thrown out. Yeah. yeah. So, All right, next one. This is where we're gonna get hot. <laughs> we're gonna get really hot on this one. Uh, this is my listen, man. I was driving this bandwagon last year, so you got to ask for permission to get on. Or you can sit in the drivers. Uh, because 47 and a half win total, the paces of Indiana. Now, the, the I guess the case for them to go under is obviously Oladipo, right? Like, but they, that dude is, yo, he became, I, I love that dude's career, right? Because mm-hmm. he goes to Orlando and it's like they're playing him out of position. They want him to be a point guard. And then, like, he ends up going to Oklahoma City clearly the second or third wheel to mm-hmm. to Russ. And then he goes to Indiana. Hometown kid, right? He, he played for the Hoosiers. He played for the Hoosiers. And they embraced him. They got behind him. And he went on that run where he was like, yo, he was a legitimate MVP candidate. Yes. Like he was in like the top 10 MVP. And that's crazy for a guy who no one wanted to buy stock on him. And he changed his diet. He got in shape. Took it serious. Unfortunately, he got hurt last year. Yep. The big one, big yeah, one. Yeah, he's he's the big, biggest X factor for them. Mm-hmm. But man, I think you're the one that put me on to like how good Miles Turner was. I think it was Miles the Turner first really time we good, did this. Yeah. Like, yo, you're bugging. He's defensive player of the year candidate last year. I said it the entire season. Yeah, he's he's doubt. like a top three, five defender in the league right now. He's, yeah, he know he knows what he's doing. The question is, can he do it on offense too? He got to take that step on offense. Yeah, and then the other question is. Him and Sabonis, do they like? They have to take the next step offensively and score more. Like, do yeah. they fit? You yeah. know, because they're they're both centers. Can one of them like play the four and guard mm-hmm. like faster fours? And like, I don't know if they could do that. That's gonna be tough. I just remembered we kind of went at it when you put them. We did like a top ten power rankings, and you had them in your top ten. And sure, they went on that run post All Star break, or was it post Oladipo getting hurt? Post, I guess both. Right, right. Yeah. It was roughly around the, the the no. I think all the people got hurt in like January. Okay, yeah. So a little bit beforehand. After they barely break- slipped. They barely fell out of the yeah, east. They yeah, barely yeah. moved position. I think they were third in the East, and they wound up finishing fifth. Right. They lost to Boston in the first round. Yeah, and and that mm-hmm. was expected, right? right? Yeah, but at yeah, the same yeah, time, yeah. like that's so impressive to be third in the Eastern Conference with like. Yo, say you take 20, 30 games to play. How many teams can you lose your best player and, and still remain a flow like that? There's That's, not many. Yeah. Credit to Nate McMillan, the head coach. Uh, unless you have two like all NBA guys like yeah, Nate McMillan. Yeah, that was I was wrong on that guy. But they went over their win total two of the last three years. Nice. Um, including the past two. And remember, half half the year without Oladipo. Yeah. Um Brogdon. I, I like Brogdon oh, oh, paid a little too much. I don't think too so. much for your liking, Marco. What do I, you think? I don't think so at all. I think I think they paid yeah, I think they paid too much. Mm. And I think he's also an injury risk too. Like right. he his foot 
could be a problem. And if he goes down, they're fucked. Impy will never draft that dude on his fantasy. <laughs> nah, if you carry one injury in your career, it's a wrap for you. I'm, I'm actually worried about uh, Bogdanovich. Well, no Bogdanovich. Right. Yeah. That's yeah, a huge. What about Lamb, though? You Jer- mentioned I, Jeremy and, Lamb. And, that's, replace him. and they got TJ Warren. TJ Warren. I was going to mention him because I know they both played for the Suns, right? Like, yeah. PJ Parker is a guy who. I kind of see... PJ Tucker? PJ Tucker. Tucker, yeah. Who did I, PJ, PJ Warren. Parker, yeah. <laughs> you said... <laughs> I combined both of them. But I think, like, yo, I'm a big believer. And, again, I'm not the biggest baseball guy, but I was 100% right on Justin Verlander when he gets traded from the Tigers to the Astros. It's like, yeah, this guy has him. He's change kind of been flying. Yeah, change, change the, the scenery. scenery. Now you're on a contender. Now, I'm not saying the Pacers are going to win the NBA title, mm-hmm. but... From being on the Suns, where you're like, "Yo, we're probably gonna win 15 games this year again." Yeah. To go into the Pacers, I think it could. It, he'll be a guy that people are gonna be like, "Yo, you know who's actually not bad?" No, oh, yeah, he could. Warren. He could fill it up. He yeah. could right. score, and he like recently expanded to three point. Like last year, the year before, he started hitting threes too. And like, yo, if he could do that, like he he's gonna put up 18 a night, 15 yeah. to 18 a night. And I think the the Pacers fleece the Suns on that trade too. Like I think they just they got Warren and and they. Uh, a draft pick just so the Suns could open up cap space or something. Like, yeah. they fleeced them on that trade. Um, I think the Pacers are going to be nice, but I'm going with the under on this one, actually. What's the number again? 47 and a half. Mm-hmm. I don't know when Oladipo is going to be back. Well, that's the biggest X factor. I see. I, I'm higher on Brogdon than other people are because he averaged, look, he averaged 50 a ga- 15 a game last year on all, like over like, like close to 50% shooting. I think he was in the 50 40 90 club or he, like close to close it. Close to it, yeah. He yeah. was. He 50, was in, 505, 426, yeah. 928. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm high on Brogdon and he plays great defense too. Um, I love Lamb, but like you said, the scoring could be an issue. Just like kind of just like I've said this last year, like they don't have a guy other than maybe Brogdon right now that can like get his own shot at the moment. Like mm. crunch time, you need a bucket, you go to him. You know yeah. what I mean? A, a guy like that. Yeah. Where Oladipo in the past has been able to do that. Yeah. Um. So you're gonna need Lamb to get 15 a game. You're gonna need Brogdon to probably score 20, 22 a game now. Yep. And then, like you said, you're gonna need those bigs to kind of figure it out. And then T.J. McConnell. Shouts to T.J. McConnell, man, um, <laughs> because they signed him too. Uh, Oladipo will probably be back in December, I think. So. But uh, even so, that quad is a is that's a hard injury to come back from. Man. Yeah. Give me the under. Under. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with the under oh, too. Just just uh-huh. because just because Oladipo. So like, yo, if Oladipo was healthy and you know he was gonna be back, you would you would lean up over over easy. Yeah, yeah but I they wouldn't be this. Not, they'd probably be at a fifty-one yeah. and a half, maybe. Somewhere. No, no, fifty-one and a half, fifty and a half. Well, you know that if you if your win total is over fifty, you're expected to win like an NBA title. Like that's the that's the the. What's the word I'm looking for? I think they would be like. I think the I Pacers think he, would, he would add like two or three wins. Like I think they're the third best team when, Ola, when Oladipo's there. They're the third best team in the East. I think so. So that's like f- around fifty wins, maybe. I, I don't think know. so. Yeah, I'm gonna go under. Bucks won what sixty games last year? My yeah. bugging sixty. Yeah. 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 Sixteen twenty-two. Just saying. All right. Who's next? Next up, Miami. Ah, just got the word that we might be in the three hundred five back in January. Hats Ooh-hoo. off. Hats off once again. Miami boys in the building. All right, Miami Heat. They. Made a splash in the offseason. They got one Jimmy Butler, who, you know, jury's out on him being a cancer to his team. Or I think, I, he, I think he is. Like three teams in three years, basically. Yeah. But oh, I got an interesting Jimmy Butler stat. Ooh. Over on those last six years, Jimmy Butler team, he's played. They've gone five, five of six to the under. Last six years, Jimmy Butler teams. So that includes like the Wolves, the Bulls, and the Sixers last year. 
and this is this is a team that's at forty three and a half right now. You look at what they did last season. Um, when remember, did they get Jimmy Butler? Who? The Sixers. This offseason, they traded Josh Richardson. When did he get to Philly? I don't remember. Oh, when did he get to Philly? Oh, he, uh, end of the year. Uh, like after the All-Star break. That's not fair yeah, then. You it can't. Doesn't that's, count, that's it th- doesn't count for the Sixers. You're right, right. So then it's not really five of six. All right, so four or five. Take out last year. That's so high, bro. That's 80%. You know what I would do if I could pick 80%? Let me say something. I wouldn't work. I believe... That being said, I'm on the over, though. <laughs> what's the number? <laughs> I'm what's on the, the over. What's the heat number? You said 43 and a half, right? Yeah, 43 and a half. Yeah. I'm on the over as I'm well. I'm on the over. I believe... <laughs> look, I believe in Pat Riley. I don't think Pat Riley would bring a guy like Jimmy Butler over unless Pat he's... Pat Riley, his own tree of coaching. Right? He's the, he doesn't come from a coaching tree. Yeah, Pat Riley is the he. It's his tree. It's his tree. He is, okay, there's okay. not yeah. many trees. He's a tree. Right, right. He's a tree with like Phil Jackson has his own tree. Big coaching tree guy over here. It's, it's important. All jokes aside, though, like I think he fits the culture. Like Jimmy Butler is just like yo. I want to win. I don't care what I got to do. I want to win. And Pat Riley likes those kinds of players. And I think he fits the culture there. They're gonna miss Josh Richardson without a doubt. He was their best player, and it wasn't even close. Oh yeah, but like. Butler is Butler's a like better, a better version, version of, of Richardson, him. yeah. Um, um, and what do you guys think about point guard Winslow? He was playing a lot of point guard towards the end of last year. Like, do you think that works? Do you think I don't know? I think they're just trying to throw whatever shit at the wall and hope it sticks with him because he's been in the league for a while. And I remember I even came out and said, like, man, I wish the Knicks would have taken him. That was a Porzingis draft, right? <laughs> Wasn't it Okafor and and like Winslow was in because Winslow went eighth or something like that. But he balled out in the tournament. You know, and I fall into that trap that I think a lot of people do where, like, I mean, not you, Marco, because you, Boss, and Eric, you guys actually watch college basketball. Mm-hmm. Whereas me, I tune in for the tournament, I, the occasional Tar Heels versus Duke game on, like, a Wednesday night. Or when the Knicks suck. Yeah. Which is, well, <laughs> right, which is pretty much every year. Well, no, when they have a first-round pick, that's different. Right, exactly. That's what it is. That's <laughs> very different. But they always sucked. They don't always have a first-round pick. You know, I fall into the trap where I see a guy have a great six-game stretch. I'm like, yo. Trade it all, get that pick. And, like, Winslow has kind of been a dud ever since he came into the league. And I think they're just experimenting with him to see what yeah. they could get. Like, what is his real position? You're right. He played well with Drogic out. That's the issue. And mm-hmm. that's the key, obviously, if Drogic stays healthy. Because I think if he stays healthy, this this team can compete for a top half of the Eastern Conference seed if everyone stays healthy and the pieces align. Because another mm-hmm. kind of key for them is Bam. Bam taking Bam. the next step is huge. Um he was kind of stuck in the white side issue, like yeah. not issue, but he was kind of stuck behind white side, not playing as much as he should have. Um, he's a little undersized, but he's super physical, um, and he kind of and he's another guy that kind of kind of fits that mold of a Miami Heat guy, just mm-hmm. want to win by any by any means necessary. They are kind of a very deep team, right? Like, granted, they lose some pieces, but that's kind of what they do. They have a bunch like 11, of 11, 12-man 11, rotations. 12 deep, yep. guys can kind of just – different guys can fill it up, and they play defense. Yep. Um, Myers Leonard's another guy they brought over. And then Tyler Harrow looked really good in, 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 in Summer League, but just remember it was Summer League. Um, but nonetheless – Looked interesting. Mr. Um, second round pick is going to drop 20 points a game next nah, year. Nah, Tyler Harrow was... Pump the brakes on Tyler oh, Harrow oh, now. okay, okay. <laughs> Kevin Porter Jr. all in. He was <laughs> a first round pick. He was the last pick. Number 30. Oh, he was number 30 in the yeah, first yeah. round. Um, no, nah, but I agree with you. Harrow looked good. But he looked good. I think Let's pump the brakes a bit. Um, but yeah, it, Goran Dragic's the key. If he stays healthy, we'll see what happens. Yeah. So. Yeah, my concern with them is they're bigs. Like, I don't... Like, they have Bam... Um, but after that, they have like Leonard and Olinick, yeah. which I know, like, they're they're underwhelming. Nice, but it's it's like, can they compete with like 
the Embiid's of the world, the Gasol's of the world, like the, like the teams with the bigger bigs. I, I don't think they can do that. Yeah. But I agree with you. I think they're like a solid like. I don't think top half, but I think like six, six seven, seven seed. seed in the East, and I think the over is pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. I kind of have them as a playoff team by default. Yeah, because like you look at the East. I have the East in 2018, and then the East in 2019. Three teams were inserted. Three teams came out. Right, mm-hmm. and I just can't find. Like I have six definite playoff teams in the East, and then like the last two, I'm kind of just. Like the Miamis of the world last year, we had the Magic sneak in. They're next, you know. Yeah, nice, nice segue into to Miami right now. I'm Miami into Orlando. It's close. It's close. Actually, no, we got oh, Milwaukee yeah. next. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Milwaukee. I don't know we the got alphabet. Milwaukee and the Knicks. Come man. on, Come son. On. I don't know the alphabet. Knicks and, is and, be and we fun. got and we got Philadelphia. Where are you going? <laughs> Before oh, no, the Orlando, always be. <laughs> Jesus Christ, English is hard for us. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over. All right, I'm, I'm go over as well. We all agree. We all agree. I think. I think Jimmy Butler is though. You know, it doesn't. The track record doesn't show it. I think the excuses are done now with Jimmy Butler. It's got to be his last stand. Where, yep, not to win a championship because he's not. He's got, Miami. He's a he's a very like. I, dude, Jimmy Butler's good. He's man. a sensitive dude. I think. I know he's tough, but he's sensitive. He wanted his own team really badly. He's well, got now it. He has one. Now he has it. He got it. I bet yeah. you this his works out to, in Let's his see. favor. Um, they have the talent. Just you know, he should be happy. Yeah, in for Miami. sure. He's happy. Well, as we know, happiness is is key. Is key in a lot of things. All right. 58 win total. The Bucks of Milwaukee. The Greek freak, reigning MVP, who I'm going to go ahead and tap myself on the back. Called that one last year, plus 500. I'm Mr. MVP. Marco's Mr. Rookie of the Year, right? You've given the last two. And you've given the last two MVPs. Yeah, yeah. So let's see. Maybe listen to us, man. Some bets. I mean, this year's pretty easy. Um, 58. Impy. How you feel about this one, man? Do you, do you think it's high? I think it's high. They're good still. They lost Brogdon. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they bring in Kyle Korver, which I think is going to be an underrated move. I want to say 60 and 22 was their record last year. It's first hard to the, do that again. First in the East. It's yeah. hard to win 60 Ooh, also, games. You, you were on with Budenhoser. Yeah, coach of the year. Yo, you know, if we were to parlay, if we were to parlay, <laughs> right? Rookie of the year because Doncic at the time was like three to one. Yep, Giannis was five to one. Yep, and I remember your guy was twelve to one. Man, we could have paid for all our vacations like the next three years. Well, I told you I'm I'm I'm, I'm putting some of these bets in. I'm putting. Yeah, he also mentioned Christian McCaffrey on DV as like a sleeper pick, and MVP? now he's like Let's in the go. top five. We're almost yeah. there. I also said Lamar Jackson on yeah. VM. Yeah, yeah. yeah. nice. Yeah. Well, all the answer is not one wager though. That's that's <laughs> it being a nutshell. That's so changing. No, um. They lose Brogdon, right, which is a huge deal. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. I like Kyle Korver. I like Robin Lopez. I was a Robin Lopez guy. I don't know. Call me crazy. I'm a fan of Robin Lopez. Um, so, I'm going to go under, but I'm still a fan of this team. I think they're great. Um, they, they just took such a big step last year that the ceiling's so high now. It's like repeating that is tough. You know, they're kind of – they have they have to – Man, 50, 58 and a half or 57? 58 and a half? 58 straight. 58, 58 straight. straight. Solid. Hmm, I may push here. You guys are crazy. You got push? over? No, I got under. on. No, I'm on the under. I'm on, on the, the under. under. I, it's, it's just going to be hard to recreate that. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the, what's the, what's the only thing that Giannis, like what's Giannis's next step of improvement? What do you think? Shooting the ball. Right. So like. I think that's what this rests on, right? Like, if he comes out and he's an average, league average three-point shooter, 
it's over. Well, that's what I think. That's what I think he needs to do. Just yeah. have people respect him from three. Yeah. Like I'm not telling you to be Steph Curry or to be like anyone since like, like yo, if you could shoot like 32 percent from three. No, I mean, what's the league average? It's a little higher than that. Yeah. But like. If he could just but shoot like, like 35%. 30, yeah, 32, 30, like, whatever, like in that mid-30s range, like 33 to 35%, I think is perfect. We're going to get we're gonna get to Ben Simmons in a little bit. But yeah. like Ben Simmons, people play like 12 feet off him from three. So it's more important for Ben Simmons. And right. Like we but, could talk but about that. But what I'm saying there, like yeah. with Giannis is if at least like, because he could get past anyone how mm-hmm. long he is and shit. Like two, two dribbles, he could go from like end to end, which is crazy. But I think just the fear of him being like, yo, you know what? If we leave this guy open, he's going to shoot. Yeah. Where like Ben Simmons, they leave him open and he don't shoot. He doesn't shoot. Yeah. yeah. So just the threat to be able to pull someone out, I think is big for them. And yeah. he started doing that in the playoffs. Right. Like, if you pay, like in the playoffs, he, he took like his three-point attempts per game went up from like three to four to like seven to eight. Mm-hmm. So he's taking more. And like you were saying, like simply the threat, the threat of yeah, shooting yeah. is a huge deal. And that's something that I think that's the only thing he needs to improve. But... I still take the under. I think the loss of Brogdon is huge. And the reason it's huge is who's the fifth guy in your closing lineup now? Like, Crunch time. That's always my who, thing, too. Who's your fifth guy? And, yo, if you no, look. It's, 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 it's going to be. <coughs> sorry. Um, <coughs> sorry. It's going to be. Uh, Kyle Corver's going to be on the court. Right. Who's also like, a liability that, on defense. Like, that, that's a huge drop-off in, in your closing five, though. Yeah, but I think he spaces the floor really well, too, though. But so does Brogdon, though. You're, like. Yeah, but Kyle Korver's like, you can run plays for him. Yo, you you can just like put him in the corner. You can put him on the wing. You can run plays for him. He's like very versatile on offense. He is. But and like, he's got that playoff experience. He's got that. He's been there before. Kind of a, you know what I'm saying? Listen to me, little man. I got this. I've done this. I've what's been there. wild is that they could be the one seed again and get 56 wins. Yeah. And it'd be an under bet. Exactly. Which is where yeah, I yeah. think I'm at. That's where I'm at. I think I'm at like 55, 56 wins. Even if they win 58, a lot. Even and if they win 57 games, it's under. Yeah, yeah it's under. And, and I don't think they're going to be as good defensively this year. They were the number one defense in the league last year. And yeah. it's just like hard to do that year but That's to what I'm year. saying. It's like, just hard to win. I wonder it, how many teams have won. There's a lot of won. regression that's going to come. You know? Yo, have, has it, how many teams have won 60 games back to what? Back to back. Not a lot. I don't think it's many. I mean, it was even like those Warrior teams a couple years ago. Like it was... Yeah, remember the, when the, the win total was like 68 or some shit? Like, yeah, it was already. Like, yeah, that's under. That was like the most obvious. I, I can't believe everyone didn't go bet that. But, you know, in the NFL, I like to say the one possession games, they tend to balance out, right? Like the Chargers last year were 8 and 1 in one score games. The Giants yep. last year were 1 and 8 in one score games. It's like over time, year to year, there's a regression to the mean, as they say. Mm-hmm. And for the NBA, the Bucks were 22 and 14 in games decided by five points or less in the last five minutes. So, like, maybe that corner three doesn't drop there. So, they, you know, 22 and 14, they were the fourth best in clutch situations last year in the league. So, I'm going to go under, but I'm also going to say that they're the one seed in the in the East for me again. Right. So, it's like 55, 56 wins, and I think that they'll be the one, but they won't go over their win total. We'll get to my one seed in a few minutes. Is it the New York Knicks? No. A few more minutes. New York Knicks, baby. RJ, RJ, and the gang, gang. A source of many arguments this summer. We were we were all at we were all at the draft together. We were all at the, at the, well, at the, the draft the, lottery. The draft yeah. lottery. Um, all right, New York Knicks. Um, Twenty eight is the win total. Um, featured in this picture on the Action Network is Mitchell Robinson, who Impy wouldn't trade Mitchell Robinson for anybody. 
He's untouchable. That's insane. <laughs> untouchable. Anthony, That's what was insane. it like? Anthony Davis or Mitchell Robinson? You're like, nah, what did I'd have to think about it. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> what do you mean? You're not going to re-sign him. That's insane. Okay, so <laughs> last season, the New York Knicks, as I pull it up right now, they had the worst record in the NBA. On purpose? On purpose. Did not work out because why would it? 17 and 65. Fizdale, year two. Um... What would you make of their offseason? Because I think... Plan B. I think everyone was so honed in on it being Durant and it being Kyrie or like maybe even like a Kawhi or a big name. And then they settle for like what they settled for. So, Marco, how do you... Because you've been a very outspoken Nick fan. Yeah. I'm I'm very vocally opposed to the offseason. I, I don't like it at all. I don't think they, I don't think they had a good offseason. You don't, you don't like Randall? I like Randall. So I like Randall. I think Randall was a good signing. I think there were parts I liked and parts I didn't like. I right. like the Randall signing. Um, my biggest issue is that I don't think that this was really plan B. I think that they didn't have a plan and they just signed a bunch of dudes without really thinking about the implications. You can't say they didn't have a plan when they signed all these players to one-year deals. Right, they signed to one-year deals because I think the I think well, the like plan one plus ones with team options. Right, except I think, for Randall. I think the plan in like quotation marks was literally let's sign short-term deals and then figure out what we're going to do next year. Yeah, that's fine. Look, if you want to criticize, look, this all goes back to the Porzingis trade. To be honest with you, that's where this all starts because the issue was with the Porzingis trade. You traded him for. Dennis Smith Jr., a first, uh, two picks, Dennis Smith right. Jr., and cap space because you got rid of Porzingis and you also got rid of Tim Hardaway Jr., who both were going to have big numbers against the cap. Mm-hmm. So the issue is the Porzingis trade gets looked at differently now because you didn't get to sign any of the big names. Right. That, my, the, that's my problem with the offseason. Right. It wasn't who they signed now. It's all, it, it all goes tied back into the Porzingis trade. But like, because, how, how do you think the... You know, so like, I understand what you're saying, and I agree with you. I think that... What what they aspired to use the cap space for and what they actually used it for are two hugely different things. Yeah, because yes. and also I the, think if if they're saying otherwise, that's that's just not true. Yeah, and that's like, right. you can't tell me when they made that trade, they were like, oh, maybe like their goal was to sign Durant yes. and like someone and else. And that's what they sold us on. Yeah, and yes. people went on the radios and were like, yo, chill. The reason why we're doing it is because. We're gonna get you a big name, right? And it was like Durant and Kyrie, and right? Shit. And then you're like, all right, yo, yeah, fuck it, sign me up, give me Durant for Porzingis. I don't care what the age difference is, but also I think like Porzingis kind of didn't want to be here either, so he didn't. Which, get what you can, which is like similar to what you said about Kemba. Like, so like, how is that different? If you're thinking, think about it this way, right? Like all the dudes you signed, do you think like whatever amount of trading you can do to get assets back from those dudes? Would be more than if you just kept Porzingis for this this year, let him play like the first half of the year, and then trade him at the All Star break. What what would get you more assets? Like Marcus Morris on a one year deal. I hear you're saying. I hear Alfred you're saying. Payton on a one year deal, or Porzingis on a one year deal. Like because even if he didn't want to sign here long term, he had to sign the one year yeah. like tender whatever for restricted free agent. So we would have had him, and then we could have flipped them. I just think we should have been more patient. But the thing is, is you point. lose your leverage when people find out that he doesn't want to sign long term. That's right. the only but, issue. But did we have any leverage? Because what did we we got Dennis Smith and cap space. Like we didn't really like do that much. We didn't. Well, we got uh, no. We also got a first round. We pick got the and we got future a first. Right. Yeah. So we got the we future got two first. Two picks, I think, from Dallas. A future first and a future second. Yeah, we have seven picks in the next five years. That's never ever been the case, ever. We've always had less picks in relation to the amount of years. 
That's still less than we're, what we should have. We're at a surplus that's, right you know, now. No, still less than what we should have, though, right? We should have seven first round picks or seven total picks? Seven total picks. We should have 10 total picks. We and still the, have less. Oh, than, sorry. Maybe it's seven first round picks then. I don't know. We're, we're at a surplus still right more now. more than what we usually have. I get what you're saying. Um, I just still think that if the guy didn't want to be here, despite the fact that the front office essentially that's, was different. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's kind of a character issue. And look, to be very honest with you, like the Mav, like say what you want about Dallas, right? Like they, they took a risk giving him that deal. Because he oh, hasn't played a healthy, he, he hasn't had a full yet. season yet. Yeah. He he got into a fight in Europe, right? Like, no, <laughs> no, no. Like, I forgot. No, I'm laughing because I forgot. You, you yeah. forgot about yeah. that, right? Like, he, got, he was bleeding Yo, walking outside it? the club. That was like a Knicks fan too. That's, That's hilarious. I mean, I'll I'll just stand on a chair and snuff him. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, like this season, the Knicks. Do you think, like, on the court, what they're putting? I on the court? I think that they're gonna embody the whole like we don't have a superstar on this roster. All of us need to look. All these guys are on one-year deals. They're on prove-it deals, which sure. is something that you have to kind of take into consideration when you have a bunch of, like you said, middle-of-the-road guys. But at the same time, these guys are, are are playing for their livelihood at the same time. So it's like, I understand what you're saying. One thing that the Knicks have always lacked is it's always been toughness, right? They've always been like a finesse team, right? Even even like the Woodson years, like those were guys were scrappy, but they were kind of like a jump ball, like a jump shot shooting team. They, like they're fucking tough now. Like I said it in the chat, they got two out of the five most tough guys in the league on their team. For real, Bobby Portis is tough, and so is, is and so is Morris. Like, yeah, but that's gonna translate to suspensions. And nah, I'm fouls telling and you, it's like it, it translates to like respect. Like you're not gonna son us. Like you can't come in here and rook us anymore. Like. It's not They're gonna not happen. gonna out rook us. You're right? not gonna. What, that's what I'm saying. And you have a hard nosed coach. Like, I think oh, I always say this. <laughs> I think they're gonna surprise some people. All right, third year in a row, MP says the same thing. <laughs> so you're going over? Over. All right. I'm it's under. what thirty? It's twenty eight and a half. Oh, or over, over. Just twenty eight straight. Yeah. Twenty eight straight. Man, I'm, lock it up. I'm under. I'm going under also. Knicks under too. Because yo, think about this also. They won 17 games last year. So if they win 10 more games, that's an improvement. And unless RJ comes in and lights it up, like who's their go-to scorer? Don't I tell think, me Kevin Knox. No, I was going to say Morris is Julie, gonna be, or Julius Randle. Morris, probably. yeah, Morris could easily put up 15 a game. He's never been asked to be a scorer. That's the problem. I think Julius Randle should, should lead us in scoring. Ever since he came into the league, Randall's numbers have improved every single year. I think he's really good. I think he's miscast. I think he's our first option. I don't think he's the first option. But, like, I think he's really good. For us, he's the first option. Yeah, but he's like, because there's no one yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I think he's a really good player. Like, I'm, like, that's the only signing I'm like, dope. Let's have this dude be a Nick for, like, a while, you know? Like, yeah. I think he's really good. Yeah, I think he's this, also young, too. This yeah, team is going to have a bunch of guys that score 15 a game. I'm telling you, they're going to have, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they have four starters that average 15 a game. They're gonna. This is a team like that's gonna have to get it from a lot of different areas. They yeah, don't have that that's, one. That's they don't true. have that one guy. And and then this is a situation for some guys to take a step up. Like I said, like a Morris who's never been. He's never been an option, a scoring option on any of the teams he's really been on. He's always yeah. been like a tough nosed defender that can kind of stretch the floor and get you a bucket sometimes. But this year he's gonna, you know, you guys kind of play with a different kind of a mindset, like year to year, and this is gonna be big for a guy like him. So I'm excited because he's gonna be able to show out a bit. So you get fucking 15 a game from a bunch of different people. I think they'll win 30 games. All right, 25 to one odds to make the playoffs. No, uh, Mitchell Robinson, defensive player of the year. I don't like it. His his numbers over a full 80, like his numbers are ridiculous. 
Yeah, yeah. and he doesn't even play like 36 yeah. minutes a game. So I so if you if you were to stretch out his numbers over a per 36, you know, like the advanced mm-hmm. analytics, mm-hmm. they say that his numbers are better than Gobert's. Now, is that sustainable? I don't know. Right. But that's, you know, he's not really good at rebounding. Like, that's probably his No, weakness. he can no, no I, he, can he can rebound. I know, but the, his numbers aren't that high in the rebound. Like, you need to, for you to be a, a defensive player of the year, you need like well, 14 and like two blocks. I think the rebounding issue is because he doesn't play a lot. I think you right. could get, he could pick up two quick blocks in one possession. Yeah. But then the problem is he's, he's, he picks up four fouls. Yeah. And then you have to sit. That's why the rebounding numbers aren't there. He's not really starting that many games, and he's not playing a lot of minutes. That's why the rebounds aren't there. I think if he plays and he doesn't get into foul trouble and he starts, I think that's it's, it's a totally different conversation for the rebounds. And he, this guy can snag a lob from anywhere. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, he's really. But yeah, the issues are a couple. One, the fouling. Like he, even even if we didn't sign like all the bigs and he he could clear his way to like 30 35 minutes a night i don't think he could even play those anyway because he's going to foul too much i don't think he's yeah. like ready to play defense without fouling and two defense player of the year usually goes to players on like good team like it's really hard to yep, win defense player of the year if like your overall team is bad and your yep. defense isn't ranked highly it will make sense yeah, yeah so i don't i don't think I don't think. Good I mean, point. like, good point. I don't know. It, it's a long. It's like a super long shot. But Where did the who, who won last year? Rudy Gobert, right? Yeah. Where did the Jazz finish in the West? Sixth, seventh? No, I think they were a five seed. Yeah, they? five. They they beat the no. Who they beat? They beat someone. They beat the, they oh no. They lost to the they lost to the Rockets in the first round. They lost to the Rockets in the first right. round. Right. But yeah, they were like they, they had like the number one defense. You got to make the playoffs like, at least. Yeah. Right. Like I mean, the Jazz are really good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Who's next? The Orlando Magic. Let's go. Okay. This is my lock. This is a team, man. This is a fringe team. I heard the L word. This is my lock. Fringe team, man. If he he throws the L word out a lot, guys, and we're not talking about love, we're talking about lock. All right, Marco, lead us off because you got got sat up a little bit. You got got 40 and a half? Um, Let me just confirm as I'm scrolling down a little bit. Yeah, 40 and a half. So last year... As we pull up there, NBA title odds are 200 to 1. Uh, Marco, thoughts? Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> they're, not, they're not winning the NBA title. <laughs> no, so, <laughs> so last year, they went 42 and 40. Yeah. Surprised people. They made the playoffs also. Um, won that first game against the Raptors and then yep. kind of got. Which is impressive. Yeah. 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 So Which is what you want, though, for a young team, too, right? Yeah. Like you want to go in there and get a taste of what the, yeah. what the playoffs are like. So I'm gonna I'm gonna caveat with like this over with <laughs> I'm like, gonna hedge with no 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 I'm just gonna tell you all the reasons like why I understand people might go with the under like for one they went on that super hot run at the end of the year mm-hmm. and um, that was like against the easiest schedule in the league the second half of the year or something twenty two and, and nine yeah twenty two and nine so twenty and, like, and thirty one yeah second half twenty two and nine. nine I got yeah and I get the schedule was easy but like. At the end of the day, they're going to be playing a lot of those same easy teams in the East, and like I don't think many of them got better. Yeah. So like they'll have, they'll still have those easy games too. They're like Steve Clifford doesn't get a lot of love as a coach, but he's a really good defensive love coach. Love him, man. And he's he's a, those, really, those Hornet teams were good. I know I sound like Impy right now, but the coach, yo, like he's he's a really good defensive coach. And for regular season wins, if you could put a top ten defense out there. Like, you have a chance to win some games you shouldn't be winning, you know? Like, right. you'll be in games. You'll take a few extra wins. I like this team as, like, a five seed, like, 45 wins, honestly. Damn. All right, so 
Two things. Yeah, hold on. That's not a little crazy. Nah, it doesn't. Magic because because de- defense. This is, is a five this is an elite defensive team. Elite. They are, are elite. Like elite. Isaac Bamba. Uh, um, even with Vucevic even Gord, out there, yeah, but Bamba, like, even though he's a bad defender, there's still a good defensive team with Vucevic out there. Is my point. Like. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. of all the other great guys they have yeah. around them. Um, yeah, they cover up and yeah. then, being a bad defender. And then look, this is a buy low on, on, on faults right here. They bought super low on faults. Dude, I, I, I'm, I, what? I agree. Like, it's like, he's I, nothing I, I, a lottery. Like, I I'm not even worth, including him in my like, oh, no? thinking. Like, okay, okay. if he pans out, great. And you're right. Like, the over's a lock. But, like, at this point, I'm kind of assuming he's not. Like I saw this one highlight, man. I'm oh. sorry to just go to a highlight, <laughs> but I'm just saying he looked good in preseason. This is like Josh. Josh sends us second round picks that the that the Pistons get in like sixth round offensive like, lineman yeah. from like like a or Wisconsin State, and he's like, "Yo, look at this highlight tape." We're like, "Yeah, bro, a highlight tape is created for you to have the best plays of your career on there." First half of the season, twenty first half of the season, twenty third ranked offense, sixteenth ranked in defense. Second half of the season, eighth eighth ranked offense. Best defense in the league. Um, I still think that's the Clippers this year, and we'll talk about that later. But nonetheless, top five defense without a doubt. Um, And then they bring over Al Farouk Aminu, who is a a defensive, you know, know, guy in every sense of the word. Um, So the one thing I don't like is the roster construction, though. They have, like... I know we say the Knicks have all the power forwards, but they have so many power forwards. Yo, bro, dude. Marcus Morris is a small forward. Whatever. Around <laughs> <laughs> the Magic. They have so many. They have Aminu. They got Isaac. They got Gordon. They got, they got like, all these bigs. And even at center, they got Vucevic, Bamba. Um, the other, who's the other big that played when Bamba was hurt last year? He's really good, too. I, keep, I can't remember. I can't name. think of his name either. Did you say Isaac? Isaac, yeah, Isaac. I like Isaac a lot. No, but I like Isaac coming out of college. Ken Birch, Ken Birch played when Bamba was hurt. Mm. He's he's also like they got like seven bigs. Like this roster is super imbalanced, and their point guard is freaking DJ Augustine. DJ Augustine. Yeah. Like that's why Markel Fultz, Fultz baby, big, yeah. big but time. I, but at the end of the day, I think they rely on the defense, and they get elite. They get team. to like mid forties wins. Um, which I, Nick thinks is crazy. Look at him. He I, thinks it's crazy. Think, uh, no, like I. So the the one thing I'm worried about is I, I believe in like turnover, right? And yep. As far as you know, they made the playoffs last year, and I don't really have many playoff teams that I'm confident in, you know. And I, I think also like the Magic might be in by like default as like a seven or eight seed again. I don't know about a five. It's a fringe team for me, but I think that they're elite defensively. They probably get to like the seven seed, six seed, seventh. Seventh, five, seventh, five. So I guess they, they're probably gonna slot yep. back in. If Fultz, if Fultz plays though, man, five. So they have a lot of bigs and yeah. a lot of centers, right? Yeah. They don't have a point guard. They don't. Okay. <laughs> what about this? Kyle Lowry? Do you think? No, no, no. Do you think um, <laughs> this could be a place where Kevin Love? Nah, Golden State, D'Angelo Russell. No, I Trade think they use Russell for if Clay comes back and they see Clay is fine. D'Angelo Russell, maybe like maybe the off season. I think Clay. I, I think that I think this is. Maybe. I think D'Angelo Russell's a, a warrior for the entire year. Because yo, if you think about it, like with Draymond Green, right? You don't think Aaron Gordon could do that? For yeah, them? that's that's what I was thinking. Like a Russell for Gordon. Trade. No. Yeah, and you, and you throw like, in like, like a like a Terrence no. Ross expiring or some shit. I don't think so. I think. 
Because it could be, be an, it could be an out from Draymond Green because he's gonna want to max it. I don't know if I want to pay that guy. No, they already extended no, the Draymond. Contract. They extended oh, yeah, Draymond. They did. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I don't think that. If, I don't think. I, That's I don't, right. I don't I like this. That. I don't oh, like man, this. Man, that's yeah, like cool. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. No, nah, I don't think they're gonna trade Aaron Gordon. You'd have to right. move like maybe other pieces, like maybe like a Bamba and something else. I don't think it's Gordon. Maybe Isaac. So is is Gordon the franchise piece that they're building around going forward? You think? I, I mean, so. they gave Vucevic like, the new deal. I think, yo, they did give Vucevic a new deal. I think Gordon's been playing out of position his whole career. They should just make him a power forward, let him play. Like, he's not a well, wing. He's not a power a, forward. Like, not a surprise that the Magic are playing someone out of position. The, like, yeah, the that's shit the that Magic, like, clusterfuck everything. Like, oh. yeah, if Gordon would just play power forward and they could just leave him there, I think he would be really fucking good. But just, like, do what Draymond Green does, literally. Like, he can do, like, not to that level on the defensive side, obviously. But he can do things offensively better than him. He's yeah. more athletic. He could shoot better, and he can like be a like a mirror, like a lesser version of him on defense. You know, they drafted Chumo Kiki in the first round, who's basically going to redshirt this season. Yeah, he tore his ACL. He's really good. He's going to be really good next year. I'm almost positive. Like <laughs> he's going to sit this whole year, <laughs> and he's going to play. That kid's going to win Rookie of the Year next year. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna I say, is he saying. from like France or? or nah, 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 he nah. For Auburn, nah, he played for Auburn. I know, I know, but and I'm just for, saying. And think about that. He tore his ACL. Is it an ACL? ACL. He tore his ACL and he still went 16th. Think about that. I mean, Blake went number one and he busted his knee up, and just, just, and Ben Simmons also. Like he wasn't hurt, but he got hurt. well. Yeah, that was after the fact. But and he's not signing his deal till next year, I'm so gonna, he can make more money. You guys swung Fire. me on this. I'm not like. I actually wrote over, but blaming Marco and Impy if Let's it doesn't go. hit. Uh, all right, next one. I think this is going to be a team that a lot of you guys are really sold on and kind of on the fence about. The I am. Philadelphia 76ers. Boner. My East champs. Ooh. Okay, let's pull up what their win total is right now as I have it in front of me. Um, last year, were you disappointed in how their season ended? Nah. I don't think so. You think you think that was their ceiling with that roster? Of, uh, no, I think their ceiling was. I think their ceiling was making the finals. Honestly, I just think like you can't really be disappointed if you get like you can be disappointed, but you can't really like blame them and be like, oh, you guys fit. Like they lost on a buzzer beater to, to the best team in the league to, at the, in the regular the season. Future champions, yeah, the best team in the league in the regular season. Future champions, like finals MVP, hit an incredible shot, like it. Like I, you don't want to say it happens because that shit was like incredible, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it was a bad break, you know. I think I I personally think they could have beaten Milwaukee if they made it, um, if that shot didn't go down. If Leonard missed that shot, I think we're seeing the Sixers in the finals, and that's disappointing. Yeah, it also but it's changes the like, whole offseason, by the way. It does, yeah, potentially. But it's not like you don't you can't really blame them. Like they still had a great year. Like I still think Embiid and Simmons took steps. Yeah, and, um, I think they're gonna be really good. This is the team that I I love the when everyone zigs you zag. Philly is going big, like. Everyone's going small, mm-hmm. and Philly's going big. But I also think they're going versatile big. For like, sure. Yeah, for Horford sure. Horford is a guy who... Can like, stretch the floor. He can play in the post. Yo, he, can, he was probably the most important player on the Celtics yep. the last couple of years. Maybe not the best, but... Important is a good word to use. Important. Yeah, for him, without and a doubt. And low-key, he was one of the only people that gave Embiid fits yeah. on defense. The like, only issue is, like, they're going to... They used to run a lot of, like, shooting plays for J.J. Redick, and they mm. used to run a lot of shooting plays for Jimmy Butler. You don't. Other than Tobias Harris, like I don't think you could run those kind of shot, those like those like ball screen plays for like 
Josh Richardson really. I don't know. Do you like they they they? I I wonder like their shooting may be an issue. I guess is my opinion, mm-hmm. but. They're going to be physical. They're going to play really good defense. Really, really good defense. They're going to be big. Um, so just kind of interested to see how they kind of make it work. Because, look, you're still going to have those issues about, you know, do Embiid and Simmons fit together still, right? Yes. Like, that's going to happen. 100%. It's it, like until— Whose team is it? I don't even know if it's a whose team is I it think anymore. it's Embiid's team. Yeah, honestly. I think so. Too. Yeah. And also, just, like, the way the crowd embraces them, yeah. too. I, I think they feel that way also. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I love the—I I don't know. I think Tobias Harris is worth the money. I don't know about you guys. Five years, one eighty. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna produce a lot. He's gonna score. Um, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. I think he's worth the money. I agree with you because they basically, they like locked in their contender core. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, I see this core as a, a core that could contend for the until, next years until like Horford is too old. Like until he has to retire. You know. Yeah. So like they have their core right now and. Whatever they're gonna pay the tax, but they got five dudes that they're gonna be contending every year. Bro, Josh Richardson's so good. He's really good. Yeah, their smallest players in the starting lineup is gonna be six eight. Yeah, you hear that? Their shortest guy six eight. All right. So I got them as the one seed. I got the over, and I got them coming out of the East. Yeah, same. Plus one eighty per DraftKings in our backyard, Atlantic City, for them to be the one seed in the East. I like that, but I like I think, that. I think the only thing is like they're still going to be resting guys in yeah, rotation, and they're going to be resting guys. I think the the only thing that keeps them off that is that in the regular season you need depth, right? They don't have a lot of depth, or they don't have a lot of depth unless one of the young guys takes a step. Okay, they got young guys that need Zaire Zaire Smith, right? Zaire Smith is one of them. I like him a lot. What were you gonna say? All right, I have a. I have a sixty to one odd long shot. Sixty to one MVP. Oh, MVP. Mike Scott with the bandana, by the way. Yo, Ben Simmons MVP. I like it. Yo, hear me out. Does this stem from that three pointer that he made? <laughs> yeah, that you know, if he saw one highlight and he lost control, I saw one three pointer. I'm like, yo, MVP. Number one, most importantly, you sound crazy, but look at the track record. No longer with a Kardashian. <laughs> I think that's big. I think that's big okay. in the handicap. There you go. Yo, James Harden. Stop messing with Chloe wins MVP. That's true. Fire. Right? You know? But Embiid's still going to be a guy who they're going to be very cautious with his limits, with his minutes, I should say, load management and all that stuff. Yo, you talk about the depth. It might be a lot on Ben Simmons to high usage rate. Produce. Numbers with without uh, Embiid, his load becomes even more, and he could carry the team. If they're a one seed historically outside of the one year, which – to this day, <laughs> James Harden should have been MVP. But outside of that year, you need to be a top three seed in either of your conferences to be MVP. And going off what Marco says, he has them as a one seed. Now, it could be a case where Embiid and Ben Simmons cancel each other out. That's very fair, too, because I was saying the same shit about the Golden State guys the last couple of years. Where It's like, yo, it's going to be hard for one of those guys to win MVP when you have another guy on your team that is doing just as well. He is not my official MVP pick, but I'm saying like if you want to gamble a little bit, Put it, he's, you're putting he's, him on people's radar. He's a guy that come All Star break, you might be like, yo, you know what? His odds are like twelve to one, and this might be the highest that his odds will be at the time. You know, like the Yankees. I bet the Yankees to win the World Series at eight to one. That was the highest they were going to be all year, and that was the highest that they peaked at. That's something similar with Ben Simmons. I, I kind of like it. I, I'm with Marco as I have them as a two seed, but I do I do like the Sixers. As as obviously a contender, you know they're eight to one odds to win the NBA title, and Ben Simmons as a dark horse candidate. The thing with Embiid and Embiid comes in at twelve to one. I just think that they might be a little cautious with his minutes. 
you know? So. One thing to say about the Sixers really quickly to wrap it up. Horford was a guy that guarded and beat well. Yeah. It's great that you got him on your team now because it's just one, one really good defender you don't got to worry about mm-hmm. in the East. So I think that's an interesting point as well. So we're all on the over here? Yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely on the over. And Last but not least. Well, no, two, there's two, two more, more teams. More, yeah. more, more. Uh, the cool. de- defending champs as I'm sporting my uh, throwback Raptor Raptors VC jersey. Yeah, I think this, this is an interesting team, the Toronto Raptors. Can can Siakam be the best player on a playoff team? Bless you. I bless you. Bless you. Jeez, it's all good. I feel like you have to say yes to that because we saw him do that. Where he I mean, won we didn't, the games were no. I think he's mentioning he's talking about the games where Kawhi didn't play. No, no, no. no but I'm saying like even in the finals, you saw. So my, my thing is is when you play in the finals, can you be one of the five most important guys for your team? And he could definitely be that. Yeah, one of the five, but I don't know if he could be uh, one of the five, but I don't know if he could be like the most important. Sure, that's fair. You know, like can can he be a top thirty player in the league? He is a top thirty player in the league already. I don't have a list in front of me, and I know I'm putting you on the spot. No, he is. If he he is, I don't know if he is, but I think he can be. I think like he's in the conversation, or like or like or like trajectory. Like there's not. I, if if you're asking me like thirty guys I'd want in the NBA right now, he's on the list. I guess, like, at, at this point of where he is in his I career, mean, or, like, would you take him? How, would you take, was there 31 players you take ahead of him? Like, no way. Like, to have it on your team? But, but like, I don't know both. Like, like, there's a lot of really good players in the league. Like, him or Jamal Murray, who would you rather have? Like, it's tough. There's a lot of really good. You, Damn, that's a tough one. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of really good I players. I can't wait till we get to the like, West <laughs> breakdown because <laughs> that fucking guy, I've dedicated a, a term to him, the Jamal Murray effect. I'd rather have Siakam. Than Jamal Murray, but you got to think about it. Like, yes. it's tough. Like, yeah. like you wouldn't hate someone for going the other way. Like you, you'd understand. It also depends on how your team's constructed, right? Yeah. But nonetheless, I think he. I also think that like this team is interesting because, and sorry to kind of like take it off of the Siakam no, 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 thing no. a bit, but this is an interesting team because I'm very curious to see what happens around the trade deadline if they're not playing well. Mm. Says so Masai Ujiri trade that's Kyle Lowry. That's what scares me. That's what scares me about this team. What about your boy coming back, OG? OG, that's my guy. They're going to be good on defense per usual, but are they going to be able to score? You yo, know? shout out to so. Siakam. He's on the VM starting five. He's <laughs> Yo, Siakam's definitely in a top 30 player in the NBA. We put we put a list together like during the tail end of the season last yeah. year. It's like the five guys that like we, we just have, have an irrational for love for. It's like Siakam. Jokic, Siakam, uh, Luka. I agree with all those. The shooting. Who's, who's shooting? Uh, uh, uh. Oh, Miles man. Turner's on it, I think. Miles Turner. <laughs> there, there were a couple of good ones, but uh, all right. The Raptors. Fred Van Vliet is on the. Oh, Van Vliet, Van Vliet. yeah. Fred, for Love Fred. Van Vliet. Um, forty six is the over. Forty six. Ready for this one? Yeah. They have hit their win total over. Oh, I wrote this too. The last eight years. Yep. In a row. In a row. Shouts to Masai Ujiri, man. What do we make of this? Forty six. <sighs> I like look, they still again. I think that's a great point that you guys bring up that I didn't think about. Like if they're like two games below five hundred, come All Star break or trade mm-hmm. deadline, and they're like, oh, you know what? Like because they're not resigning him. Everyone knows that. Yeah, and and, and also Lowry? yeah, there's no way. Yeah, he he's just signed not, the one year deal. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean like long term. Long term, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Um, um I, two. They took two. They took flyers on two guys, Stanley Johnson and, and Rondé Hollis Jefferson, who. 
who obviously they're not like big names, but like, no, like could ball like, if they stay healthy pieces, and play, yeah. you know. I think the issue with them is their their like guard depth. Like who who's their shooting guard? Like I don't even I don't even know. I don't, like Well they're kind they kinda of play like positionless basketball. You know, they no, have they like do, an OG, they're gonna have Siakam. Um, they're gonna Joseph. I think they're gonna play a lot of like Lowry and Van Fleet together. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say because I'm looking at their roster right now, and again, Marco mentioned it before. Crunch time. Gasol, Serge, Siakam. Then it would have to be Lowry and Van Vliet. Yeah, but I I think they choose one of Gasol and Serge and put like OG out there. Even I said Joseph. I'm depending on depending on the match. I just you know, called it, that. It, it. Where so, where are you with this one? This one's hard. It's 46? 46. That's under. Under for you? Damn, you think the streak ends? I'm going to go... Uh, I'm just worried. I'm going to go, I'm gonna go over. Was this the one that... Oh, I was going to say, was this the push one? No. Because Marco no. told us... Kyle like, Lowry could be a spur. He's like, yo, I have 19 <laughs> unders, 10 overs, and, and one. He's like, oh, no, I'm waiting to hear. What if yeah, he... What if this he, isn't we it. This, got one, this one I got What over. if Kyle Lowry gets... Which gets uh, Reconnected with uh, Demar Derozan and and uh, and San, San, San Antonio. Well, yo, San Antonio got um Murray, of course. Murray coming back. Yeah, who right. that was devastating, man. It was Most around improved. this time last year. Most improved. Player. I do want to mention that it's Columbus Day that we're recording. So in case you know some wild shit, I mean it's gonna drop tonight anyway. But you know if you guys listen to this in a couple of days and something crazy happens, it's like Murray got hurt a little bit after. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know so. I'm going to go under, man. I think it's... Oh, I'm the only one. I think I'm going under. You're going over? I'm going over. I'm, I, right. You went under? Day, I went yeah, under, I'm going to yeah. go under, too. 46, man. I think it went 45. What was it? Last thing you wanted to say, Marvin? I was. I think... I don't know. I think Lowry, Gasol, and them, I think that's enough to get them to, like, the four seed. I just feel like they're not going to be able... To, but then also, it's like Danny Green is really good, too. Danny Green's on the Lakers, bro. I know. That's what oh. I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, though, yeah, they lost. <laughs> like, that was their it. 30 minutes at the two guard. Like, they don't, like, that's, you can't yeah. just, like, I know positionless basketball is, like, a thing, but, like, you can't, like, you need to have skills to play, like, certain things, and it's it's hard to replace that. So, think about it. Last year, they lose uh, Pirtle and DeRozan, and they get replaced with uh, Kawhi and Danny Green, right? Mm-hmm. This year they lose Danny Green and Kawhi, and they still don't have DeRozan. Yeah, and they no one. They didn't really get replaced, and so the assumption and the expectation is that Siakam takes the next step. OG is healthy, mm-hmm. but I just—it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. We'll I, it's gonna be tough. I'm—I'm—I'm I'm on, I'm on a slight lean on the under. Slight lean. Cool. Last but not least. Last but not might, least. Might be least. <laughs> Rui, the Wizards of Washington. Let's go, man. Yo, quick question. Who's their second best healthy player? David Ber- Davis Bertans. Is their second best player? Nah, I'm joking. Who's their, who's their second best player? Seriously. Um, Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> he's not healthy. No, I'm just saying. But he's like All healthy, right. like healthy. Who's Wagner? Play? Nah. Yeah, I'm That's looking at I'm their saying, roster right yo, now. Who's their second I best think player? Thomas be, Bryant. I think it might be like CJ Miles. CJ Miles is not healthy. Oh, to start the year, he's not healthy. Oh, oh. Ish Smith. That's my guy. <laughs> Yo, it might be Ish Smith. Yo, <laughs> dude, he was the GOAT when you were playing. Like, if you played DFS, you would take Ish Smith for like 5,600 on FanDuel and he'd put up like 20. He's their points. starting point guard right now. Like, nah, Rui, Rui Hachimura will probably be. 
their second best player. I can't count on rookies that's like crazy. that to come in right away, man. No, yeah, whatever the under is. That's all I need to say for the under. Bet the house. <laughs> I don't <laughs> even know what the under is. They, 27 and a half. Under. God forbid, God forbid, Beal goes down. It's, is this the number one most unwatchable team in yes. sports? Yeah, this is the opposite of Summer League. <laughs> uh, uh, opposite of... Uh, uh, fuck. League pass. League pass. League this pass. is the opposite this of League pass. Number 30th ranked This is the blackout team. team. This would be like if you're from Washington and you only have the Wizards on your TV. Like, you know how like we have the nah, Knicks bro. and the this Nets? This is like, like when they're playing the Spurs. This is like if you want to go to bed early, you watch this game on. Man. Yo, would you rather watch the Miami Dolphins play football or would you rather watch the Wizards without Beal play basketball? Dolphins. Whoever I bet on. Dolphins. That's a fact. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> oh, by the way, Marco, big time D-Gen, just like us. Uh, yeah, man, I think it's under. I don't want to spend too much time. Do you think Do you think Beal could get traded, though? Do you think he's a candidate to get traded? Maybe. Like... Cause I, I don't even know. They just got a new GM. Like I don't. Even, I don't know what their like strategy is or how what they're doing. I guess it depends what we're doing with Wall. Like if they think Wall could come back and play with B. I don't Man. fucking know. Like they're in for a long season. I, they're in for a long. I think they're in for like a long five, five to six, ten yeah. seasons. No. Dude, they got Wall's Whenever contract Wall on comes the books. Through I think they also didn't have a draft pick. I, I think it's next year because of Bogdanovich, right? Right, they traded away. Dude, they're going to be... Yeah, because because uh, your boy from Gonzaga went in the first round for them, but I'm pretty sure they lose a first-round pick for the Boyan trade. I will say Thomas Bryant's like an interesting young player. Like He's solid. They got someone. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's, but that's it. So Isaac we're, Bonga? We're all on the under here. Come on, yeah, man. Is, Don't sleep on Isaac under. Bonga, all right? Uh, all right, real quick, just, just to recap a little bit. Um, is no one's MVP from... My official MVP pick... Is in the West, but Same. I have a dark horse candidate in in Ben Simmons, and okay. is, is it, so no one's MVP pick is here. Um, I guess the player would it would obviously be Giannis, right? Um, but I, Giannis isn't my MVP pick. Nah, yeah, my How about you? my guys are in the West. Can I have two? Yeah, good. Think Embiid. Embiid. Yeah, I think he can win both awards. I think he can win MVP and Defensive Player of the Year. Ooh. Yeah. It's possible. I like that. I think for real, Embiid, for real. What's Embiid's uh, odds for Defensive Player of the Year? Like, he's not a bad Defensive Player no, of the Year. No, he's probably third. He's 12-1 to 1 to win um, MVP. MVP. And then... Because, in look, if, this, if the Sixers win the East, which I think they do, mm-hmm. you know... High, high, high probability that an MVP candidate's on that team. I mean, just like think about the past, like think about last year, Bucks. Yeah, won the East MVP. So, I just think, I, I just think it's, 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 it's interesting for Embiid the number there. Embiid is plus eight fifty for defensive player of the year. Gobert is the favorite. Giannis is second. Don't think Paul Giannis. George is third. The shoulder. I might, I might go better for that. I liked Anthony Davis for Defensive Player of the Year. I liked Anthony Davis for MVP and Defensive Player of the Year, but the thumb worries me. And he's an, and he's kind of injury plagued anyway. Word. So that's why I'm. A li- I mean, don't get me wrong. Like Embiid's the healthiest player in the league. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying like mm-hmm. I also like the tutelage he'll get from Horford. That those locker room conversations go a long way. You may laugh again. <laughs> no, you're. I mean, you're no, right. I know, it's like, just you're funny right. To, to no, and no like, you're right though. Yeah. So. And and also that's a good defensive team, the Sixers. Right. The Sixers are going to have a really good team overall on defense, which will boost his numbers individually. 
because when you have good help defense, that makes your life a whole lot yeah. easier. I, I like him for defensive player of the year. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Did the Sixers get rid of Brent Brown or are they bringing him back? No, nah, he's, no, he's still there. Because you got to. You can't just. You, he suffered, you know? Which team do you think makes the biggest improvement in the East from like a win perspective? New York Knicks. No, I, I, I disagree with that. <laughs> how many games did the Knicks win? 17? Yeah, they're going to improve the most oh, statistically. Oh, just the raw b- amount of wins? That okay. was the question, but I, I wanted the, to say. I think the... I'm saying, like, if you look at the win total. I think the Bulls. The Bulls. The Bulls, too. I'm high on the Bulls. I think the Bulls. Damn, if they make the playoffs, you don't think that that coach could win? Nah, because they'll probably be, They like, got to give it to, like, a top. Yeah. Honestly, I think that coach sucks. I'm... I think the Bulls are going to do it just based on, like, their roster. But, like, I think that coach could fuck everything up, to be honest. I also still think the Celtics can win the East. But I'm just a, uh, a Brad Stevens stan. <laughs> I'm from Brad Stevensville. <laughs> All right. We can wrap up here. All right. uh, so, guys, chime in. At Veterans Minimum, let, let us know what you think about this Eastern Conference breakdown. Uh, boys, a pleasure as always. One of my favorite series that we do. You are ready. Uh, Marco, where can they find you? Uh, Furry Burrito 28 on Twitter. <laughs> I love it. One of my favorite uh, Twitter handles. Imp. Uh, you can reach me at IMPY718. You already know on Twitter and Instagram. This was fun as hell. At The Lamb Show on all social media outlets. Again, at Veterans Minimum if you want to contact us. And uh, an exclusive. I'll have the Western Conference preview will be up Tuesday night on the patreon if you want to listen to it a week earlier it'll be up there for all you patreon members it's patreon.com slash veterans minimum but for the rest of you it'll be out next monday western conference uh all right boys we'll uh get ready for our western conference preview for the rest of you we'll catch you guys on thursday peace